forever. Dog. Warning, the following podcast may contain hot takes, hot button grass, and hot ducks. The boys careen into wild trackless paths, but try not to fully derail from Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Nothing can stop us now. It's Podcast The Ride. Welcome to Podcast the Ride, a podcast about rides that has finally run out of ice shows and Bono alter egos and has no choice but to cover a ride. I'm Scott Gardner, begrudgingly accepting the situation. Mike Carlson. Hi. Similar. Hey, I'm here. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll get through it. I, You know, at this point, we just need Bono to think of a new character and he's busy sitting uh, at mm. the state of the union and he's not well, uh, in his his writing uh, lab coming up with new character names look at as soon as sam smith did his little devil routine mm. on the grammys the first thing i thought of was my man mr mcfisto so i thought maybe we should do an immediate new episode about him again that was the perfect <laughs> in because everybody I, I mean i hate i feel stupid talking about your ben shapiro's of the world because like it's very performative oh this is bad and yeah elon you give him oxygen by even elon musk tweets him. this feels like the end of days and you're like this is the corniest little devil routine i've ever seen this is hot stuff the Actually, little I devil i didn't watch it I jason said. jason yeah. sheridan our hot stuff the little devil thank you so much um, for, thank you show me the proper respect <laughs> uh, that it, uh yeah it was like a million pop star, rock star performance. I, They're just like, like a naughty. Uh, wasn't there just a devil thing devil. with Lil Nas X? We had this conversation yes, exactly, but replaced that Lil Nas. Uh, same with That's Lil why Lil I feel X. silly for like playing into like making fun of the conservative media for being mad about it because I'm like mm-hmm. I think they're pretending to. I think it's all fake. Or it's all kayfabe. Plus, you know, our friend uh, Denzel told us that the. Devil comes along when you least. Uh, what did he tell Will Smith? <laughs> your, that was the your, weird. You really should have proudest known. moment. That's uh, when yeah, the devil. Your biggest, yeah, oh, oh, I, I remember now. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yes, that's that applies to the Grammys. I think <laughs> the devil. Well, that's that's all of us when we all have had proud moments, like yeah. putting yeah. out an episode about Bono's devil alter ego. That's when the mm-hmm. devil comes for you. A right. different devil as mm-hmm. played by Sam Smith. As played right. by Sam Smith. But Bonnie Raitt, watch out. The devil's lurking. <laughs> She's not safe backstage. <laughs> watch out, Bonnie. <sighs> but, you know, that's really all I have to say. I just thought of our guy, Mr. McFisto, when all this controversy in quotes happened. Uh, um, but where was George a... Bush about? Well, George Bush wasn't. Sounding the alarms about Mr. McFisto and right, back and in Zuropa era. And Mr. McFisto was at the State of the Union as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, his alter ego As I was, was saying, yeah, yeah. yeah no, yeah, Bono's yeah, there. So, um, mm-hmm. Right, right. So so this is very topical. Very topical. Very but relevant. <sighs> I guess we should uh, talk about uh, a theme, theme park, park ride. ride. A, new, uh. a new big ride that's out, uh, that's uh, that's very current. The guy, we don't do that. This almost never happens. Change that is hard. Is. Change is hard. I kept finding Change myself in uncomfortable territory <laughs> where I was writing down, like, I like this. 
this is good. <laughs> yeah, well, this is the that's the devil that's coming for us. Maybe sure right? is that when we when we do the assignment of the show that we gave ourselves years ago, and we just talk about rides. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when it's a ride that you like, then you just say, "I like the ride," and mm-hmm. then what? And that's kind of how I feel about Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railway. I mean, I have stuff that I'd like to talk about. Yeah, yeah. But you know, it's fun when you got a big big sack of snark. To start whipping around to toss onto the table, but I my my sack is empty. Well, sure, <laughs> snark free. <laughs> I'll have plenty to complain about though when we hit Super Nintendo World because it seems like there's very little Mr. Game and Watch representation. What's mm-hmm. that, Mr. Game and Mr. Game and Watch is a little stick figure man uh, from very early, I think, handheld pre mm-hmm. Nintendo Entertainment System. He's cute. He's cute. Mr. Game and Watch is very cute. Uh, it, eventually, they would put them all together and release them on um I think it was for Game Boy Pocket. Um I don't uh I don't want to start giving Jordan assignments. This is a, a video episode and uh, we're with Jordan Katz our producer, but if we could see Mr. Game and Watch, I have him on my laptop, but for the viewer and you can watch this on the Forever Dog YouTube. Yeah. But we uh I don't I'm looking at him right now and we'll th- I maybe we'll throw him up on the big screen, but the I there's not enough of him to be cute. It's not like he is just a body. You know what I mean? Oh, oh. Well, I'm, you know what? I when I played the, fr- I've never actually played the game and watch, but I played it. I forget which Smash Brothers came is. out. I think he's there's enough of him there to be cute. Yeah, he's it, just he's featureless. It's hard to be cute. Well, when he you're, shows you're up a silhouette. in a, uh, Super Smash Brothers, like Mike yeah. said. So he does. That's have the first a, time I played. I uh, played with him or played yeah. as him. He, mm. he does have a move set, you know. Mm-hmm. He's got a full like. Yeah. Oh yeah, Mister Game and Watch is a killer. Yeah. <laughs> he'll, oh. he'll kill you. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you know? Can you're you gonna be, be cute and a killer? Absolutely. Yeah, sure. Oh my gosh. You got to be watching out for the kids who are like, I want to play as Mister Game and Watch. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, yeah. I have him unlocked. Uh, oh, that's like kind of, that's like the demented choice a little bit. Maybe mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, my character's Captain Falcon, so I don't know if I'm much better. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you're not even a Game & Watch guy when you're playing Smash. No, I didn't say I was. Okay, but you're you're upset that you want to at least see I'm him sa- in the land. I like seeing him, yeah. I, okay. I mean, I know there's little Easter eggs, and mm-hmm. I've, I've tried to get the basics so I know what to do when I go, uh, but I'm trying mm-hmm. not to spoil too much for myself. Right. And well, well, that's another topical theme yes. park thing that perhaps we might talk about soon. What a time. There's things yeah. happening. There's things opening. Big, relevant rides. Maybe. So, so far, we've been pretty lucky making it to these. Now, mm. Runaway Railway has been open since March 4th, 2020 at Disney's mm. Hollywood Studios. Yikes. Unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. I didn't realize it was that close. Um, so a couple people got to do it, and then much more uh, a year later. Yeah. But um, but it is Once. brand new here in Disneyland. It's only been open for a, a couple of weeks, and Jason hasn't been down to see it there but i have done it recently and mike has done it just mm. this week a couple of that's days that's right ago. yeah two days ago i did it uh, uh daddy went back to disneyland yeah i'm talking about myself when he's talking headline. about myself as daddy and mm-hmm. it's purely from a parental place not any sort of sex thing daddy went back to disneyland alone yes well that, uh, well uh, that's your way as, as it should be as is his way daddy went alone uh Got a lap- bring a laptop this time do any work no and thank god because Daddy was tired that day, mm. and he had a big meal by the pool at the Grand Californian and a cocktail, and right. his eyes started twitching. Oh. And he has yet to recover from the energy. 
He's so tired. It was a couple. It was a string of bad baby sleep okay. nights. Yeah. So I went, and then so this is what happened. I they have the whole virtual queue. You have to get up at seven a.m. to get your spot in line. This this almost never happens to me. I had the alarm set. I hit snooze on the alarm out of just sheer like panic. What is that stupid noise? Turned it off. Missed the virtual queue at seven a.m. Uh, wow, Michael. I, Michael. I woke up at seven fifteen and I was like flabbergasted. I had no idea. Like, you did how not, could this have happened? You didn't check. You yeah, mi- not only did you do a bad job checking, there was no check. Yes, I I could not believe what had happened because I I don't even really have a memory of turning the phone off. That's how tired I was. I just literally like reached over, hit snooze on it. And then it rang again eight or ten whatever minutes later, and you I completely missed rust. the window. Ring rust on checking. I, you take that back, first of all. Okay, that is not true. <laughs> he's he's so high on the CVS thing that he's got two two dollars <laughs> more of a deal than you every week. Uh-huh. So he's coming in. He's swinging at you. Clock's ticking. Okay, Wednesday is soon going to become Thursday. So I'm oh, I know. The every coupon week. fairy, the coupon fairy visits us all tonight, and I'm, Jason <laughs> will get a four dollar coupon. I will get a two dollar coupon. I'm uh, I'm waiting for it to just drop out entirely with no warning. I'm also considering checking out that Mark Cuban has like a very cheap mail order pharmacy company now. What? <laughs> Mark Cuban has a pharmacy mail order pharmacy that's just generics and it's like pennies on the dollar mm. for like the most common generic that prescriptions. Sounds good. But yeah. that also seems like the kind of thing you would hate, like a billionaire doing a new Thing. Uh, right? I don't love that, but I do love a deal. I know this is where this is so what fights what billionaires often want to give you is a deal. So you have this fighting in your head. Because you have these Smash Brothers smashing in your head all the time. It's even cheaper that like Walmart has a lot of like generics that are like really really cheap, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they. Um, uh, but then I have to drive over. <laughs> this would just what? This, what? Wait, sorry, I would have to. I thought you were going, but then I have to support the Walton family and the, their exploitation of the workers. Yeah, and the, I, the mom and pops disappear. They're not see. great, but I gotta drive. I gotta drive to do. I gotta I, drive an extra. I gotta drive to the like kind of inconvenient Walmart versus it just shows That's not up that when far the mail where you live. No, it's not. But versus it just shows up in the mail. Well, sure, that's more convenient. That's but what you I'm love thinking. the Empire Center, which is where the Walmart. Oh, the I do love the Empire Center. Right, yeah. which is where that Walmart is. Yeah, but I'm a, I'm more of a Target guy. Well, but that's not what you said. But and that's that's the drive in the Empire is the, Center. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A uh, much easier parking side of the parking lot to navigate. Hmm. Well, I drive in the back of the Walmart. I do a little hmm. parking. I hack. know about the back of the buildings. Yeah. Uh, and if you go, if you're going to Staples for any reason, then you can drive around the whole back of the shopping center. Yeah. And get around the Best Buy and then drive. So you know all this. Oh, I know because I used to walk. Ne- uh, I used to walk it. I, right. I walked it. Worked at the office building, and so I would walk behind all the businesses and walk back. It was like a mile, mile right. and a quarter. This is when so. I went, visited you at work one day, and I wanted to go to Hometown Buffet, and you said, "I'm not spending eight dollars for lunch." I yeah yes <laughs> there's a Jason quote I think I've told that story on the podcast but maybe years ago well, well that's I'm not a, a that big... five timers welcome anytime yeah, yeah. you're well, always you're always hey I'm up for a seventh time on that. sure was, there was no way though we were spending anything less than six dollars huh it wasn't like we were gonna no. go have like dollar hot dogs somewhere well also uh, I don't know that buffet like I don't know is the food that good at home no but buffet? it's okay. it was funny if we did it oh okay. <laughs> 
It's you a can solid get like, point. Yes, you, you, I don't know that the food is uh, no. It's usually bad, but you can, there's an icy machine usually at those hometown buffets, and you can get unlimited icy. Mm-hmm. Now that's a deal. <laughs> Jason, you could have gotten like a big, I don't know, gallon jug of icy. I like like half a cup of icy. Well, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. But I'm saying you could have like taken it home and put it in the freezer. That's true. <laughs> they well, love giving the to-go options. <laughs> I know buffets. that Jason likes to save desserts and have them after the fact, but the yeah. saved icy is the grimmest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> it that does not like, like only like the most like it, you, you, you need to be like at at death's door and like all of your retirement has run out like yeah. every cent counts uh so yeah so where someone would say like oh i get the very big icy and i drink half and i save the rest for the next morning you'd be like uh, i don't know if you <laughs> look it makes you happy grandma sentence. yeah <laughs> some days some days you gotta leave yourself a little treat to get out of bed next morning especially working one of those cubicle jobs you know mm. Like, yeah, like doing, you. Do like an email did. job. Uh, yeah, I'm going my cubicle, aka my research fort. The vi- got railway, no, railway do not, stuff. No, no, I love my research fort. This is different. <laughs> this is different. It's, it was very gloomy. There were a lot of layoffs. You were at in the, the basement. Time. You were in the basement, right? No, no, oh, that office building was brand new. Oh, I thought you worked in the basement for some reason. No, I did not work <laughs> in the basement. I worked in the vault for a few years. And Maybe you said vault, and I imagine vault is in the basement. No, I, they just just massive tape vaults. Like yeah, the, the okay. various rooms were full of massive uh, tape when you, vaults. Listeners, when you hear vault, do you think basement? I guess not necessarily. It doesn't the bank have to be. Vault, no. It makes sense. I can see why you pictured it, but yeah. no, I don't think it, it's required to be. Oh, yeah, banks are mostly ground level right, right. vaults. I would think. Well, here we're we're still we're doing a great job of uh, keeping this podcast about extraneous bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Even in the face of the challenge of talking about a big mm-hmm. ride that people are excited. That's about. right. Uh, um, how, how mainly how was it to be back? I know you were oh, tired. Oh, yeah. Did you still manage to to have some fun? Yeah, it's great. I mean, I I went on like a couple things. I sat. Uh, yeah, you chill out. You have some food. Um, it was yeah, it was good to be back. The crowds are just as bad as ever. Mm-hmm. It's not mm-hmm. like there's no difference. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, I did Guardians. Uh, Toontown, which is a place I don't even go very, you know, you don't usually go in to- Toontown. Oh, I mean, obviously. Skip we'll it going, entirely. It's kind yeah. of an inconvenient corner of the park. Um, it was good. I, I like, you know, there was some snark. We'll talk about the grass maybe now, or I don't, do we hold that? I, I've, I, you have I've grass got content? the big, bold word grass. Yeah, because we my... have to talk about the grass. <laughs> yes. You you bolded uh, uh, grass. I bolded March 4th, 2020, because it's <laughs> such a, it. If it was a little, if it had been a month or two earlier, that still would have not been great. But it was just so it's extremely so close. close. That's the way I didn't realize. Yeah, I didn't for know. for a joyous ride, the most like fun, yeah, yeah, silly yeah. celebration ride, and then sorry, pandemic um, shut you down. Yeah, the sun can't smile anymore. <laughs> no more uh, smiling uh, you, sun. You were saying though, going yeah, to the town. grass. Um, I completely forgot they put the code on Jessica Rabbit. <laughs> I forgot about the code. Did you this, forget about the code? I forgot about the code too. I, yeah, yeah. This ride, the ride's not open. You can't see the code right now, can you? Right. Can you? Oh, is the ride? I didn't go on the ride, but I was just going through stuff to prepare for today, and then yeah. there was uh, some stuff about the Roger Rabbit. I forgot about the code. They... Jessica Rabbit, no longer a Fenfetal, now a disgusting peeper in the bushes <laughs> with their trench like coat. Like a peeping tom. Else. A peeping yeah. tom. So they put, if you don't, I, maybe we've talked about this before. They put a trench coat on Jessica. A rabbit to cover her up, which I they don't know. They fixed uh, sexism <laughs> yeah. with that move. Finally, we've all known that Jessica it Rabbit might, was the source. Might have been well intentioned, but I think it's a uh, 
it's a weird puritanical <laughs> move to and cover also very up like, a lady. Yes, extremely. <laughs> and you're on board with that, but well, yeah. The reason they did it is because I went to City Hall every week. <laughs> And complained that this woman is uh, her ample bosom is exposed. But that doesn't mean you wanted a full. You no. didn't need a head to toe trench coat. You just no. wanted like a yeah, like a turtleneck. I, well, a turtleneck or a nun's habit, uh, anything just to help help the problem along. So trench coat, uh, ridiculous. Uh, no, this character Jessica Rabbit is a character with no agency. She yeah. needs to work for a detective agency. This yeah. has fixed the agency issue. I don't know what. It, like Maybe, I don't. What are they saying? I don't about know. She, if still, she's wearing a sparkly dress. I would have fixed the Native American representation on Peter Pan before I would have covered up Jessica Rabbit. That, sure. That seems, by, I don't know. By fixing, you mean just like taking a hammer to the entire sequence and throwing <laughs> it in the garbage? Well, sure, yeah. Sure. <laughs> it's an easy fix. Jordan, or put them all in trench coats. <laughs> we've, got it up on, we've got it up on the screen. And, um, oh. Yeah. The cartoon version of it. Yeah. Um, why? What's this? <laughs> what does this do? I'm not sure. Again, maybe well-intentioned, but uh, uh, Jessica Rabbit's like a fully fleshed-out character who does yes. stuff in the movie and has a fun personality. And there, there's no shirt collar, so it does look like she's wearing a trench coat with nothing else. So she's a flasher. <laughs> that yeah. is true. Yeah, so yeah. It, get that evening gown out of there. Put her in just a trench coat and give her a hat. So, <laughs> so anyway, I don't know. Maybe the good again, good intentions, but it's a bit silly. When I was when I was refreshing myself on Toontown in general is when I, I came upon this. <laughs> this. Oh my god, I haven't seen this picture. Of this it's like she's in a in a Ooh. yellow like Dick Tracy. Dick well, Tracy. she's in like yeah, Dick Tracy or like I guess French Stewart in the Inspector Gadget movie is not. In a yellow coat, he's in the traditional. I know what you mean, though. It feels more like French Stewart, Inspector Gadget, than Matthew Broderick, Inspector. Yeah, Gadget. I don't know why that is, but because <laughs> I've never it, seen this it. This is a straight-to-video trench coat. Is what yeah, we're yeah, yeah. So, so those um, eyes. This is not. This is a weird-looking animatronic, too. Yeah. Mm, so don't know about this. So that's a recent change to Toontown. Yeah. So I was just yeah refreshing about. myself on Toontown and like because a lot of it's still closed and they're like the. Uh, the left side of Toontown is closed, basically. Yes, there is this greater revamp occurring, and I remember thinking, wait, this ride opens in January, but Toontown doesn't open till March. That's strange. How's that going to work? And this has happened before. This is what it was like in Tomorrowland uh, while most of the land was down, but they just kept like a long, weird walkway entirely yeah. boarded up all the way to Space Mountain. Uh, so you get real claustrophobic, and it's not like that. It's, it's you know, it's, it's pleasant over there. They've just, they've opened like... 30% of Toontown, the 30% yeah. that contains this new ride. Yeah, so it felt, I will say Toontown felt, even though it was mostly closed, it felt alive in a way. Yeah. I don't, because they the, the music is very now similar to the ride, so that's kind of piped in, mm -hmm. and that kind of gives it a different vibe. Uh, and the grass, I guess we could talk about the grass now. Let's talk about the grass. The grass is good. Yeah. Well, let me here. Can let me explain. But you the go grass. ahead. Yeah. So let, let me weave the the grass narrative. Um. So this this broader uh, renovation of Toontown that's happening. Um. A lot of it is taking what was kind of concrete areas, and you know they had statues, and, and in this case it was like a it was a Roger Rabbit fountain in a concrete area, and they're fixing that there was this trolley that hasn't run for a long time, the Jolly Trolley. Mm -hmm. We're gonna take those tracks out and put in more green spaces for families to run around and, and kids to run around. That sounded nice to me. That seemed mm -hmm. fine. Yeah. Um. Then we saw our we got our first look at 
the grass at any of this grass. <laughs> and uh, Jordan, if you have a photo just called the grass, perfect, <laughs> thank you. This is one of the views that, that we saw before going there in person. And let's be honest, in in the concept art, which I should have brought, but in the con- yeah, in the yeah, yeah. concept art, it looks like these rolling hills that are full mm-hmm. of of magic that kids would tumble down. And what opened is <laughs> like we're looking at like two cartoon street lamps that don't match the the grass. Then a re- a real tree, not a cartoon tree. And then what? I mean, a lot of people said it online and Aaron said it when I showed this to her mm-hmm. that it just it looks like at the airport where dogs go to the bathroom it absolutely yeah. it does a giant version of just the big fake grass it is very fakey grass um and there was a very very unflattering before and after where before was a whimsical mm-hmm. Roger Rabbit fountain and then what we get is this big uh you know or not even that big it's like it seems like a modest like a you know a, a slightly bigger than average backyard's worth of fake grass. Yeah. Yeah. Can I ask a thing about the grass? Yeah. Is it? It's for sure astroturf. You were there. Now we've you both stood been on to the, the grass. grass. Yeah. yeah. It is. It is fake grass. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I heard one of the defenses of it, which uh, not quite sure um, why anyone was bothering with that. Um, but one of the defenses were like, oh, parents, you know, kids very for them to run around and parent people to sit down. And it's just like the more I thought about that position, um, the more I was thinking, well, like, ash, yeah, There's right. Yeah. yeah. Look at this, like rolling meadows. This looks like pure, pure magic. Just like yeah, the, the childhood they, destination of your dreams. And then look at, literally <laughs> look at, look in the lower right corner. There's like big, huge, uh, huge, huge trees providing so much shade. Yeah. And, and it looks like there's some sort of like, what is, what are those multicolored things? Jason might, might not have a yeah, view of yeah. this. Do you see what, it, like, uh, are those little tents? Are they something little, like, to play. Cartoon little, mailboxes? Yeah. yeah. It looks and like something to play with. And there's the a other. rolling hill. There's like a rolling kind of hill. There's definitely elevation. Yes. On the hill. Elevation. Elevation. Um, uh, uh, yes. And then you cut back to just the flattest. Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Right. So, Jason, you were saying. Well, I, a couple of things sprung to mind the more I thought about it. One, AstroTurf occasionally uh, heats up in the sun. It gets a little mm-hmm. hot and plasticky in the sun. Two, uh, let's say everyone's uh, hanging out and popping a squat, you know, to... Getting comfy. <laughs> just getting comfy on the ground. The stitch came out in there. I just like I, I I like at the end of the day, it's astroturf, so they can take a bunch of garden hoses and hose because it's gonna get filled with weird little chunks of food and dirt. Oh. And like you're saying, it's gonna get dirty. It's gonna than get grass? nasty. Oh, it's gonna get so nasty. I mean, grass people would have just been like just grabbing chunks of it. I feel like <laughs> I'm taking this home. I'm gonna sell this on eBay. There, Real Disneyland grass. There's a reason. There's a fence uh, of uh, behind all this. The what? Other thing, what do you mean? What? What is that reason? What is the reason? What's there's, the reason? If that guardrail was not there, people would just climb over and just fuck around on the other side. Of well, that. they can't. Sure. There's but not they really can just much come to the other side. There's not really why, much why on the, the other. Why does the rail help? Uh, so people aren't climbing over it. I'm talking liability. Mm-hmm. Uh, there needs to be a rail. That's not new, though, is it? Yeah, that was there before. No, and that's fine. But I'm saying, like, actual plant life. Like, if people could just go and climb those hills by whatever's back there, 
I, I, oh, yeah. they, people would like people would climb that. Children would, but climb again, the that. rail is not new. The rail was yeah, always you, stopping hung people up on from the rail. going. In the, no, but I'm curious. I, what, you brought up what the is rail. your point? Why am about, I hung up on I'm the rail? Curious oh, what your point I'm just is. saying, like, real plant life could get destroyed by people tramping over it all day long. Sure. Like, mm-hmm. In the same way, like, okay, that railing is very clear. Like, do not go further than this. Do yes. that. Go the past. railing that has been there so, for thirty yes, years. Yes. But more before, even besides that, the bigger thing. There are two of the saddest benches I have ever seen. I feel that don't like match. That don't <laughs> match. I, I, I don't quite understand I, why I that is not all quick. bench. Yeah. I hate to go back real quick. Were you saying they're damned if they do, damned if they don't in regards to it's going to be bad if it's AstroTurf, it's going to be bad if it's real plant life? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that, yeah, I think that's a okay. consideration. I, to... I don't think, I don't know that it's, sh- I'm saying it should have been grass. I mean, I, and I probably wouldn't have thought about this at all if not for the previous concept art where they're showing like massive amounts of green space, you know? Well, let me get into why this is all come up. And if you follow us on Twitter, you may have seen this. And, uh, that, okay, so, you know, we've recently been noting that some of, Universal's mm. announcements and innovations have been more exciting yeah. and more ambitious than Disney's uh, recent news and announcements. Uh, so I tweeted the joke, hey, let's look at Disney and Universal's new themed lands. And side by side, I put Super Nintendo World and the grass. <laughs> and our audience, you listeners who mm. we love, got the joke, mm-hmm. liked the joke, most importantly, moved on from the joke. I imagine all of you going like, uh uh-huh, kept going. Then I leave the computer for a while, and I come back to a lot more alerts than usual, and I discover that we are in mid-cancellation by Diz Twitter, (laughs) and every- Don't say, don't say Diz Twitter. (laughs) Don't give the people the satisfaction. What do you mean? Why not? Don't, don't. I, d- I think that's absolutely what it is because I don't consider our listeners Diz Twitter. I get this type of person. This is Diz Twitter, uh, my that's, friend. That's fine. Who are all, if you, like, and I'll show you why. He's using it as in a bad way. Yes. I, uh, yeah. yeah. No, I get it. I just like, oh, I don't want to. I don't forgot. I forget about that phrase, and then I see it, and I'm like, guys, come we on. must remember the phrase so that we're different, so that we're better, so that we rise mm. above mm. Diz Twitter. Sorry, I spend plenty of time online researching the parks, but. I spend most of my time in General Mills Twitter, okay? Uh, Gen Mill Twit, Gen you know? <laughs> <laughs> Just looking for booberry hot takes. Mm-hmm. Um, no, so like suddenly all these replies, always from people who do not follow yeah, us, yeah. who have never inter- interacted with us before, and just to cherry pick a few, uh, uh, like, ba- it's all it's bad take, bizarre take. This post is so lazy. This is... <laughs> <laughs> lazy well you're right but that's when you have an observation and you write it down yeah it doesn't take a lot of work uh you know this is not if actually this is not a fair comparison actually what you've done is picked the worst view and if you turn your camera around what you will see is that i didn't take the picture i can't turn my camera around i saw a photo of grass and it looks like boring grass mm. um and then a lot of people and then like you know it's um it's not a new land it's a rethemed land and honestly <laughs> Honestly, open park grass is so rare in a theme park that I welcome. Still rare, this apparently. Still rare, disaster, <laughs> If you turned yes. the camera around, you would have just 
seen uh, particle board construction walls. <laughs> like, that's what you save and turn the gather Yeah, what does that look? I don't know. Any view of this grass should be like, of course, when you choose the view of the grass, that's the bad view. But if you use the good view, it will be a good view. What do you mean? I haven't been in the grass. I saw one photo of the grass. Well, this, is, oh. this is the enemy, what Jordan has brought up. This is a little Twitter bird with mouse ears. And this is the this is the problem. Well, 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 it seems like times like this, we'd all be much better off with unannounced tweet limits of like you sent two tweets today. <laughs> Slow down. Well, yeah, asshole. I tried to make a joke today and then it was like, uh, you have reached your tweet limit for the day. What? There's a tweet limit. Have I tweeted anything today? I think we tweeted three things. As far as I knew, there was not a limit that was three. Yeah. But then actually, then what you have to do is just schedule a tweet one minute in advance and that's mm. fine. You can do that forever, but what in the world? What is happening to, to Twitter? But anyway, uh, um, and here's what it built up to, and this wasn't a... Uh, oh, wait, actually, one more that I like. Um, uh, you, you know, Toontown is notorious for being a concrete jungle. and like, <laughs> Where dreams are made of. Notorious. A concrete where dreams are made of. Yeah, yeah. Um, which mm -hmm. isn't that... That's a beautiful thing. A concrete jungle is yeah. a nice thing. Like sure. New York City or, or Buena Park. That's right. Um, notorious. I mean, it's like, you know, you, you pretty much... You got San Quentin... And you got Toontown, like in terms of just like just yards, that are, yeah. That you, where you got yeah. you know, children have been afraid of getting curb stomped in Toontown for many years, and I, that finally they've mm -hmm. made it impossible. And I'm, I, I, for one, welcome the it. Great. <laughs> <laughs> the rise of film noir in America, you know, it's it's movies like The Naked City or The Stranger, and then it ends with uh, Toon. Toontown, 1994's uh, <laughs> Disney's Toontown. Uh, anyway, what it what it then builds to, and Jason, you were you kind of alluded to this, is that like, and this wasn't a response to us. This was a response to other people who posted uh, mm. almost no comment with just pictures of the grass. Childless dorks will never oh. understand the benefit <laughs> to parents of the simple pleasures in a busy place of a plot <laughs> of grass. Just a place where a child can roam free and just be, just be themselves. Like, how, how are we? It's become we've become Walt Whitman <laughs> about, <laughs> about a about plot of fake yeah. about a putting green that has been opened for less than twenty four hours. Just a simple feet. place. Three hundred feet of a putting green. <laughs> <laughs> is this not what makes America great? I think of Yosemite, <laughs> and I think of what the Grand Tetons, the, and this plot of grass. This is what our country is made of. Wishful thinking, too, of like, well, their reality is going to be, it's going to be filled with, uh, you know, crushed cheese crackers and the smell of uh, soiled diapers <laughs> within one hour of the land opening. <laughs> That is well, what the garden hose allotment in the budget is that's for. That's why, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Push it out. I, but when I hear this, that childless dorks will not understand mm. grass, I have a child. I was a childless dork. I'll yeah. give you that. That's how that's we got we started, into this yeah. podcast. But I have a child, and I have been to one, if not two, if not three parks every day for the last two and a half years. You know, parks like real places with yeah. grass that are beautiful, that are made organically mm -hmm. and that have like built up nature and culture over the year that are like uh, uh, genuine places mm -hmm. with lots of space for kids to run around and, you know, things to do. Like last I checked kids like swings and slides yeah. and, you know, stuff. Like that that's what the one thing kids like is stuff. <laughs> and, the, and when I'm looking at this plot of grass, I don't know that it has a lot of stuff. There's not a lot of stuff. 
Yes. So uh, this is just I what what, what I, obje- I if you don't agree with the joke that's one thing but now that you're now you are telling me that I don't understand grass the concept of grass you don't I guess you don't I guess you're just Mr. Big City <laughs> do you do you remember what this is <laughs> are we so cynical <laughs> this is called a blade and all of life uh, this, uh, comes from this don't you see mm-hmm. but where are the country mice to go. <laughs> They were already run out when the orange groves were taken away. (laughs) This is all we have now. It's a tribute to Anaheim's past. Anyway, with all this, I needed to check out the grass for myself. Jordan, I have a picture of myself on the grass. Um, I there. I'm. I'm trying to figure (laughs) it out. I'm getting my head around the grass. Um, What happens is uh, then my son is let loose on the grass. Runs around, playing, happy. Mm-hmm. I pick him up. We start doing, like, our favorite game, like, exa- the kinds of, like, spin-around games that we mm-hmm. love. He loves the grass. It's the happiest he's been all morning. <laughs> Aaron loves the grass. Wow. We turn to each other, and we both say, all right, the grass is good. Isn't yeah. It? After all that, okay, the grass is good. Mm-hmm. Maybe the grass is good. Mike, yeah. you felt similar. Well, I said, Look at this. "Oh, this is this is my son, like I, uh, uh, squishing my face on the grass. Like his personality was coming out. He really <laughs> was like wound up. He was so happy on the grass." I came into the land and I immediately looked over, and there were just children ru- just running back and forth. Hurrah! The hills, the the lack of hills were alive <laughs> with the sound of children laughing, <laughs> and parents were sitting. They were watching the children. Children are. It didn't I, look as bad. Yeah. No, I have to admit that too. It photographed badly. It photographed this nonsense awfully. about like, but it's the bad view of the grass. That's bullshit. It's there's no. Yeah. Good, it just looks kind of weird in a lot of pictures. In a lot of yeah. But yeah. when you're there, now when I you're see seeing you gotta, the seeing the fun. Uh, uh, obviously, they could have done a better job with it. This is what yes. I, no one, no. The, the children would not be upset if no, it was if like it was a better. little landscape till. Yeah, and it's Disney. Yes, but when I went over there, the grass was a big hit yeah. with a lot of people. <laughs> I have to admit, I, I just I wanted to do the buildup with I the monologue. I wanted I to did. get the rant out of my system. I still feel everything I felt in the rant. Sure. Here's what here my ruling: grass good, Diz Twitter bad. Okay, that's well, fair. Well, and yeah. let's see what happens when you add a few more dozen people hanging out on that grass. We'll you see. know, uh, the bets are it's going to turn into Altamont. It's going to turn into Altamont. Look, Disney's been saying for a long time. Jason we is need still anti grass. We need to let children run in the theme well, parks more, a little more. We children love running by the concrete. You there's know? more. Uh, the more, if, as long as the green space opens on the other side. I it's just if that green space should be better. It should it, not be big putting greens. It cannot be another big putting green because I think it will make the whole whole of Toontown seem bad. Because this is just mm-hmm. a little chunk when you come in on the right. So when you look over, you're not really seeing that it's astroturf. You're just seeing people sitting and playing, and you still see Roger Rabbit, and you still see the all the stuff. So yeah, yes, the, the it cannot be putting green. On the left, so we'll see. Eyes are be. on the next batch of grass. The next batch of grass is where we will really make the grass determination. Yeah, we will do a new Toontown episode, I think, when it's open to, to so. make the determination. I don't have a pass. I mean, do I have to get a pass just to see the grass? Uh, you do. Uh, a lot of them have already sold out again. 
I know. I tried to renew. I had a one-day pass, and I tried to renew, and it said, would you like the Inspire? And I thought, that's the one I had, right? The cheap one? No. No. I had Imagine. Inspire is extremely expensive. That's the expensive one, yes. I am glad I didn't just, like squint at a word that starts with an I and ends with an E and buy yeah. it. And then, then when I saw, like, it's only $140 a month mm-hmm. after the down payment. Ooh, you can buy a lot of grass seed for that money. <laughs> <laughs> we can plant this magical grass oh, yeah. that is suddenly so important mm-hmm. to every... These, ugh. You know what it is mainly is this word take. because it, And this is where, oh, listeners, yeah. I love you because you knew it was a joke. And then Diz Twitter is like, actually, joke is not a thing. There are takes, mm. and that is what everything is, is take. I so do. make get your facts straight, because you wrote a take. It was a lazy <laughs> take. Hey, everybody. Tim Heidecker here with huge news. Office Hours Live recorded another episode live. It was one of our great ones with the great Rory Scovel, who's got a new special out on MAX. Oh, yeah. And the Trinity's here. DJ Doug Pound. Yes, hello. And Victor Berger IV. Hi, hi, hi. Can't wait for the fifth. We enjoy the heck out of doing the show, and so will you. If you find us on the podcast app of your choice, now. I know people were. I tweeted. Uh, there was a pic. I was watching the Indiana Jones trailer, and there's a picture where Harrison Ford's on a on a horse, and it's not him because the horse is going nuts, and yep. it's a CGI Harrison Ford. Head, and I was just watching it, and one of the like screens popped out of me as it's funny because his head looked tiny because it's been superimposed on this body. Mm-hmm. And I posted a photo of it with a joke or whatever. I and somebody's like, "What you want an 80 year old man to be riding a horse?" Yeah. And I was like, yes, and I want him to get hurt again. Like, I want Harrison's for I want Harrison Ford's bones cracking. <laughs> That's what I want. That's what you, Taskmaster Mike, demand. Somebody was like, nerds should never have had a pause feature or something. And I was like, what? I don't. What are you talking about? And someone's like, the CG, like blah blah blah. CGI is fine if you don't like nitpick it or something. And I was like, I don't care. I thought it was funny. I actually it was this not is even a big a... missing point. I know that it sounds like I care about the grass because I just yelled about the grass for ten minutes. But <laughs> I, it was I hopefully, care. in the interest of being funny, this is what the take and the joke people miss. Yeah, like they, they they think that you have initiated a debate. Yeah, I know like, this goes one way. You know how in a comedy club you have a microphone yeah. and you talk. Not that we know. Sure. Uh, we're not stand-ups. Not yet. We're getting there. Uh, <laughs> we're but, building we're, up to it. But, you we're know, working <laughs> on being truth-tellers, and then we'll get to that level. <laughs> well, I think we could get on Club Random with that Jessica Rabbit take we <laughs> just yeah, had. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So. <laughs> uh, um, oh, my God. That Harrison Ford is... So, well, I'm Just to pick that apart also, yeah. that person has come out... Their take is anti-pause button. They, I, so I, what, my, I think I think. They should have never. The pause button <laughs> is the worst. Some people say there never should have been an internet. How it's divided us. Mm-hmm. I say it's the pause button. Uh-huh. I VHSs shouldn't have had them. They shouldn't have them on film no. sets. That those two little lines are the are the death of culture. You can pick apart, yeah, CGI now, which is bad. <laughs> And then some people were there are always like making a point about CGI or pre- and I'm like I don't know there, I'm not. Oh, there it, it is <laughs> I, there it is oh I, as I said Nerds. it I was I was trying to make sure that it was the right thing but no it is five likes on that who are these five likes I, I, they don't listen to podcasts the right I, I guarantee you it that. was funny his head was small it just looked funny <laughs> it looked like a funny picture what can I tell you I you know what I saw when I saw that I saw one perfect shot 
It should have been on the Twitter. One perfect shot. Well, that's a no- that is one that we're like, okay, this got out of hand really fast. No. <laughs> uh, that no. is the TriStar logo. <laughs> that is played before a lot of movies. Um, Jordan, I, I just emailed you a picture, if you could throw it up, because we're talking about Indiana Jones. This is the cardboard standee. Uh, I was what? for it. No, I. This is the cardboard standee for Indiana Jones. I sent this to Mike because I was at the movie seeing Megan. Megan, very good, very fun. She's a little creep. She's a little creepo. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, this is um similarly to like they kind of didn't go all the way with this the CGI. Some of the marketing material leaves a little to be desired. I mean, Dial of Destiny, I think. Jason, be careful. You're going to get title. some blowback from whatever this is about oh, to be. Oh, that's great. I have all notifications turned off except text messaging and phone calls. So I'm sorry <laughs> if you got, did you get all those podcast, uh, the ride, Twitter, uh, like reply notifications? Do you have notifications? Because you always have notifications on, for apps, um, remember? I think I might have some notifications turned but on. But that's but for Mike, that's you dump a. a that's my lifeblood. Yeah, you, you dump a bucket of water into the Mississippi River. Yeah, that keeps that's me your going. notification. That kept me going when I was tired on Monday walking around because I hadn't walked around in so long. It's your uh, crank. It's my you just crank. Need hits yeah, of notifications <laughs> to get the adrenaline up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, uh, I like it, is what I'm saying. But no, I don't. I I don't. I'm not. I'm overwhelmed more by deals being notified uh, notifications. Mm-hmm. Drop everything else. Yeah. Is it tough for you to do these podcast records where that's two hours at least? Where I might miss a deal. Can't, yeah, I you have miss missed. I have missed deals from doing the podcast. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. Do we need to end it? Do we need to end it just so <laughs> that you can, or just give you the ability to still be checking the deals I, while we record? There's, there's a new guy I follow that's got such good deals hmm. that yes, maybe because of this new. Twitter account deal vibes. Well, that turned it on for text messaging. You turn right. that on. Deal for text vibes messaging. overrides. Let's let's set it up, uh, uh, Jordan. We'll do this here at Forever, Doug. Let's patch deal vibes right into <laughs> the podcast and gear so that like there's just a, a robot voice reading deal vibes. Mike, yeah, yeah, Mike gets deal vibes notifications. Scott's get uh, Scott Gustin notifications, so you can actually learn when magic uh, keys are on sale because Disney is no help. That's true. Uh, alert. People, this is the, that, the yeah. Standy. Back to, yeah, Jason. What is your issue what's your with problem? This? It's it just like, like it's just kind of him in the shadows. There's like nothing about this movie. It's just the logo, mm-hmm. and then he's like just hanging out in darkness. Like most of this Standy is darkness. Maybe I, he's in a cave uh, oh yeah, lava porn behind yeah. him. Maybe he's in a gold smelting. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have such an issue with that. That stand either. It just seems like nothing. It just seems like well, it's just wet your, like a stand-in to a see the old man again. I guess so. It lets you know he's not shaven. All right, he's got a real stubbly chin. So maybe he's at a rough run of time. And he, you don't he know. Call, he tries calling Mutt, and Mutt doesn't call him back. Right, and you don't know what he's looking at. What and like what he's doing with his hands? Is I he mean, turning a dial? True. Is he turning a dial left? Is he turning it right? He's, he's reading a newspaper that says Mutt Williams causes Gulf of Tonkin incident, sentenced to life in jail. <laughs> War in Vietnam begins. Isn't that? Fu- <laughs> Isn't it more funny as your imagination, Jason? Uh, no. I suppose. Yeah. I suppose. Hmm. So you know, childless n- dorks will never understand the benefit of just a simple teaser mm-hmm. standee. That's right. Well, but I've got disposable income to spend on all the grass, seed, and sod that I could need. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't have a, a a Twitter account that gives me updates on sod deals, but I should. 
Oh, Sir Saad? You, you yeah. don't follow Sir Saad? Sales on Saad. Saad sales, in fact. Uh, all right. All right. We, all right. Let's, let's talk, talk about, about Mickey Mouse. All right. All right. Thing. Yes. Uh, t- from, from the grass to the ride. If you don't know, there is a ride past the grass. And uh, yeah, it's 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 uh, brand sparkling new, looks wonderful, uh, a great exterior in Disneyland. Mm-hmm. The 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 full story here, if you don't know it, there has uh, never been a Mickey and Minnie ride before. There's not really been a ride with the primary characters, as far as I can recall. No, maybe they appear in little fits and stuff. Never, but like you've never. There's never been something where you get in a ride vehicle that moves. That has Mickey and Minnie in it because they have the Mickey Mouse Review, which is a show basically mm-hmm. in Disney World. But yeah, this is the Philhar Magic or something. But yes, yes a ride, and the ride's going to take you to see Mickey. Little this has never happened. Little great movie where I sliver had Sorcerer Mickey. That was oh, just that's a, true. Right, right. Yeah, that's Fantasia true. Scene. Oh, that's a good point. But yeah, Disney yeah, is that. is selling this. It's like yo, the first full Mickey Mouse ride, actual yes. Mickey Minnie ride, yeah. and specifically, it is the style of these shorts. That we've spoken very highly of that I think mm-hmm. are just called Mickey Mouse or they've put them out under different names. But uh, these uh, wonderful, visually dynamic, super manic, really funny for all ages yeah. Uh, yeah. shorts that have been coming out since 2013. Paul Rudish, the creative force mm-hmm. behind them. Um, and uh, I mean, what a cool uh, that we're it's going to be a Mickey ride, but attributing this world of uh yeah, uh, of yeah, and they're like because there's something weird cartoons too. They're weird. Yeah. I, I have a few things on that. Todd Martin's mentioned that like, oh, this ride is more like a screwball car- 1930s cartoon short. I do wonder when I read that, it's like, oh, is that what's missing from a lot of popular movies and TV? It's like, oh yeah, well, we don't have screwball like. Hmm. Just see, like, John Cena, like, holding too many plates or, like, getting knocked by a door no, and falling he gets, downstairs. He butt and chugs stuff. and blockers. Is That's that blo- blockers, I think, screwball. is a thing that people liked. Like, there was, like, crazy antics and is, that. Yeah, um, screwball is... Bl- is let's ask the audience: Is blockers screwball? Is blockers is screwball? Blockers screwball. <laughs> uh, I don't. I guess there's screwing. There's screwing. In it, there's balls in well, it. Well, not if they have their druthers. Was there any? <laughs> but did uh, Hepburn the or, get their way? Did Hepburn or Tracy butt chug in any of their films? No, just to prepare for the scene. Yeah, just, just, oh, yeah that was a whole. That was a medical procedure. Just constantly <laughs> drinking off screen and on. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so the shorts. Okay, they are just called Mickey Mouse under from 2013 to 2018 was the first run. And then in 2020, they've referred to them as the Wonderful World of Disney. They started or the or Wonderful Mickey. World of Mickey Mouse. Yeah. Um Paul Rudish has a very interesting to ca- career uh, a lot of work with Gendy Tartakovsky. I think that's how you say that. He worked on the Star Wars Clone Wars. Uh early in his career, he worked in storyboard and character development on Batman the Animator series. Jeez, that's a um, huge one. Incredible crash. Unfortunately, found out he's a freaking Nepo baby. <laughs> <laughs> he's a Nepo baby. Oh, wow. I didn't know. His father created Rainbow Bright. Wow. Wow, yeah. really? Yeah. Wow, I well, didn't know that. Rainbow Nepo Bright Nepo babies. I, you know, that, that maybe if we finally found this, the point where mm. the, I am bothered by the phrase because, <laughs> yeah, if, you know, if there's talent and but I think what ne- the, what people maybe miss about Nepo Baby is what you're what is in being implied is that the baby 
is not very talented. Oh, sure. If the baby is talented, there is not a problem. Yeah, that becomes <laughs> <But> a dynasty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Those happen. There's very stacked, which this is incredible. If that's a like animation legend father yeah. and son, uh, and God knows, yeah, this guy's worked on incredible stuff. My Little Pony as well, like kind of concurrently with these Mickey Mouse shorts. People mm-hmm. love My Little mm-hmm. Pony. Samurai Jack, Powerpuff Girls, like it's all stuff people super mm-hmm. love. Um, and I saw a, there was a panel, I think, that Rudish spoke on about this attraction, and he made a point I thought was interesting, which is how, like, there's a cool thing that, you know, this isn't, um, this isn't a ride based on stuff that was made 20 years ago, and we're sort of like stabbing at that a style that hasn't like these are very current, and it's completely it is the artists and animators and ever and voice actors mm-hmm. and everybody who works on their shorts putting the ride together. So there's a real like you know direct through line, uh, uh, you know like the vibe is exactly correct. And he pointed out how it's actually very early Disneyland that that is the case because. In 55, you have, like, Claude Coates and those kind of people. They're, they're, mm. Like, Claude Coates is painting the Snow White background or whatever, and he did the background of the movie, right. too. Oh, sure. So yeah. it's actually, like, hearkening back to kind of a cool, you know, tr- tradition that maybe Disney's not had for uh, for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it's like the same people were, I mean, yeah. I'm trying to think, yeah. Is there, they don't. I guess like Guardians of the Galaxy's new and new Moo-ish movie, and it's a newish ride, obviously. But it's yeah, not and Avatar like, is like the, the Avatar um, people. But yeah, it's but it's as far as the animated stuff. Yeah, it feels like that is hasn't happened for a while. Have we? By the way, I haven't said this on the show. I don't think that uh, this this victory that I had <laughs> that I'm very proud of that the composer of oh, right. Way of Water, mm-hmm. but also I think at least one of the writers of. The Shaman of Songs song mm-hmm. liked my Piacon song. <laughs> I was I, I was beaming about that. That's great. He gave like like replied up several times to my account mm-hmm. to podcast the ride. Yes, I guess I'm in the same league as Simon. Franklin. Two composers, Simon Franklin, I think. Just two Avatar composers talking shop. <laughs> Franklin, on Simon Franklin. Yeah, that freaked me out. That's that a was good, incredible. That's a good Twitter notification. You know, that's why. Yes, Twitter that's why sold, you have to keep it. That's why Twitter sold for so much money. You got the highest of highs and the lowest of lows, you know, <laughs> happening all at once. Oh, wait, that was a high of high. That means the devil's coming for me. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Watch out. And he's going to be in a cheap-looking naughty devil outfit <laughs> that he got at a costume store. Um, uh, by the way, really, here, let's try to not stay on this for too long, but, but this is kind of fresh in the news that Iger announces there is an Avatar something. Oh, right, right, right. Experience, he says, coming to Disneyland. Mm-hmm. And we were texting about this today. Um, Mike took the, uh, you could say pessimist, you could probably say realist view, mm. that you think this is not a flight Well, I think passage. he would have said attraction if if it was going to be a cloned attraction. I've seen a lot of people online say, oh, this is going into the ESPN zone, and it's like a uh, walkthrough. I think there's one in, is it Shanghai? There's some, one of the one of the parks has like a walkthrough attraction. That's just sort of like Hong big, Kong, maybe Hong maybe Kong, it's Hong maybe Kong. Kong. There's yeah. a very elaborate, yeah, exhibit. Oh. And it's yeah, it's just like sort of an exhibit thing. I, 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 there was another part of that where they said they were exploring other ways to get the characters in, but I feel like he's saying attraction. Plus, they cut like seven hundred million dollars out of their 
uh, theme park budget, I believe, as well. They said on this oh, call today, oh, good. and they're laying yeah, seven thousand people, people off. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I have a feeling it's not we're getting any part of Pandora anytime soon. But I hope I hope I'm wrong. I I think they should kill two birds with one stone. Make it the ESPN zone. Locate it on Pandora. You know. Oh yeah, that's mm. yeah. <laughs> I think that's actually a very good idea. Rainforest Cafe is still open as Star Wars. Like what well, I don't know if they're calling it Launch Bay, but it's Star. The Rainforest Cafe is now like a Rebel base. Oh yeah, the, or is it like a trading post or yeah, something? that's what they yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. then uh, Pandora will be next door probably at the ESPN zone. That'd be the dream of the humans for sure. Is of, of Miles Corich is opening an ESPN zone on Pandora. You could see what we it gotta was. civilize this place. There's too much grass. <laughs> see Navi Sports playing. You know that would be fun. We're going to represent the local. Yeah. We're going to air local games. It's yeah. going to be great. You'll love it. And yep. we got an agreement with Caesar Sportsbook. Those commercials play every commercial break. Iger <laughs> um, said that they're not going to sell ESPN, but that the previous administration was thinking about it, oh, was looking into okay. it. Oh, wow. So Iger wants to keep ESPN. Okay. okay. Uh, he's in- intimidated by just the sheer presence of Dana White's slap, slap fight on oh, TBS. Yeah. <laughs> Got to be familiar with this real no. quick. It's no. uh, uh, really shocking, really unpleasant. It's uh, just it's the guy who uh, the UFC guy uh, has a new new thing, a new sports endeavor where two guys just stand and they just slap each other really hard. <laughs> and <laughs> it sounds like the devil has come for all of the uh, participants yes, so. in the slap fight. I uh, yeah. well, so. it's Dana White, so he might be the devil. So uh, <laughs> possible. I you got me. I, I was watching a walkthrough. Uh, there's a great account called Document Disney, and they just you know, to uh, rides and lands and, and hotels and everything. And their current, uh, from two days ago, their walkthrough of downtown Disney is very funny because there's so much branding and statues for this Disney 100 thing. Mm-hmm. But a good chunk of downtown Disney is construction walls and yeah, active yeah. construction yes. sites. So it's just statues by like, okay, we crammed a bunch of picnic tables <laughs> for people to mm-hmm. sit at if they go to the food truck. And uh, the AMC Theater building is gone. Oh, yeah. It is an empty lot. Mm -hmm. I didn't see that. I mean, um, maybe it will become grass. (laughs) (laughs) Don't make fun of it, though. Fingers crossed. Um, So uh, anyway, we got the personnel of these great cartoons. Mm -hmm. um, And and, and this all sort of because it opens in Florida first. And I, I don't know, maybe the, the intention was always to make it like a multi-park franchise, but it seems like it initially must have grown out of uh, wanting, for some reason, to replace the great movie ride. Mm, yes. Uh, uh, if, if I, ca- I still can't imagine why you'd want to do such a thing. I think but... I, I was listening to a podcast, I'll find it and I'll plug it in a second because I can't remember it off the top of my head, but I think they were that was the initial thing and then they were like, just when they designed it, they were like, well, we could also put this into Disneyland, so... I think, oh, okay. yeah, I think you're right. I think the start of it was like we want to replace the great movie ride. It was spurred by because we and you got a big footprint there and like a you mm-hmm. know if we clear everything out that's like a tremendous amount of space like giant rooms where you could do something sprawling right with the, which this attraction certainly is. There were rumors for a while it was going into California Adventure. I don't know if that was ever possible but i remember hearing mm-hmm. that a lot that they were going to put that on the lot uh, uh in the hollywood lot oh that's a good hollywood choice would have been a yeah something big to finally <laughs> be good over there disney history institute podcast ah uh which i didn't oh, know i like e- that website yeah uh didn't even know existed until today when i was listening to this and it's got a lot of the good history and hmm. of, of this ride and 
Mickey no, Rides like, in general. But, uh, you mean without like a big screed against the grass, Dana White stuff. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Talk about the Jessica Rabbit trench coat. <laughs> yeah, 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 none yeah. of it. Um, all right, so if you <laughs> want the pure... <laughs> we should have given the people this plug early in the show if they wanted to just go switch to something purely for information. Uh, um, j- just to, you know, because we can like step through what's what's cool about this thing and the differences between the mm-hmm. two iterations, but but maybe just to like dive in and like emotional reaction from it. Let's just talk about like the basics of, of what this is, um, which is, I mean, the headline of it and the technology of it is you are, you are truly in the world of these cartoons. They use the phrase two and a half D. It is not a 3D yeah. ride. You yeah. don't wear glasses on this, um, but it is crystal clear, just a, immaculate footage that you're watching. And it's these giant expansive rooms that 360 degrees, every way that you turn mm-hmm. is is just bright, splashy, dynamic, hand-drawn looking uh, uh, backgrounds, art, animation uh, that let you into the world of these like madcap adventures of, of Mickey and Minnie. Yes. Um, it's it just like like the, the most bright visual carnival of a ride. How's everybody, how do we all feel about it? I rode this with when my family and I were down in Florida. It was the first day. I think it was the first thing we rode because Rise of Resistance was uh, broken. Um, so we went on this, which I was I had not seen anything about. I, and I knew about the theater. I knew about the you go into the screen. Um, and I was delighted by this. I, I was just I was shocked. I thought it was so fun. I thought it was so uh, just neat. Like everyone, uh, really liked it. My family really liked it. Um, I was singing uh, that song to myself all week. Uh, mm. the entire time yeah. we we're there, the last day or second to last day we we're there, we were, went back on Disney plus day, we went back to Hollywood studios and, um, everything at a really long wait. But my dad and I like stuck it out and rode this again. Cause like, I, I am riding this again. I thought this was great. Yeah, yeah. I want to be like up to speed on it, and I I just thought uh, it's really technically impressive, and I think it's really fun. I think I would say more fun, like more bouncy, goofy fun than say like I don't want to start pitting it against like Rise of the Resistance. Uh, I think it's <laughs> go the ahead, best. Go thing. ahead. <laughs> I think it's the yes. best thing Imagineering. Wait, hold on, hold on. Let me do it. Do it. <laughs> it's more. It's easily more fun, and and at this point, less work than Rise of the Resistance. Um, I think it's the best thing Disney has done since like the year where they had Pandora and Guardians of the Galaxy, wow. like within weeks apart. Wow! Wow! Crazy. Uh, uh yeah, hard to argue that, Mike. What would you think? Yeah, it's it's great. I I anything that I have as an issue with it is really minor, but it does. I don't know. It does everything you would want it to do. The technology, it's like, it's pretty much, if 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 you were completely anti-screen on rides, this would hopefully make you go, okay, well. Yeah, it does yes. not have to be what we're accustomed to. It, does not, it, we're, yeah. it doesn't have to be what kind of worse era universal, why we started hating screen rides. Right, and I'm sure as screen resolution continues to improve, I feel like this is going to age much better than so much stuff. Like, I think so. Cause I hope so. the way it's seamlessly integrated into 3d stuff in the ride and practical stuff is pretty seamless where I'm watching videos and I go, I can't, I think that might be painted, but I can't tell. Like, I feel like this might be just a painted wall 
and I can't tell. Yes. And yeah. It's, it's such a, and the thing is, we've seen certain things like the Harry Potter paintings in the queue or whatever, where you can't quite tell. But this is on such a scale. That every second, you pretty... can look any direction in any of these massive showrooms, and you're not exactly sure what yeah. you're looking at. Like, is yeah. every wall projected? Is only part of it projected? And, and the answer seems to be somewhere in between, or yes. in some rooms it is entirely projected. But then it still requires big physical, uh, you know, because you want it uh, for there to be a big physical footprint and a little bit of thrill and movement, and it completely mm-hmm. has that too, so you'd never call it a screen ride because you... You move a, a, a ton, and there's huge yeah. set pieces, and uh, uh, and incredible like sculpture work, like that tornado towards the beginning, yeah, and uh, yeah, um, yeah it's it, uh, yeah, screen ride would be a, a, a bizarre thing to call it, even if it it, it technically it is, is yeah. at some points. But I, it's yeah, they're the yeah. I don't know how they. I mean, I guess it's a lot of projection from inside things. Uh, yeah, some sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it, the first time riding it, I yeah, same thing. Could not tell like what is a set and what is. I knew the fa- I I, had, I think I had heard about the fountain. Like there, you go by a fountain at one point, and the water is like projection. The water is moving, but the uh, I think the fountain is painted. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Where there's like, yeah, like little ribbons. Cute little that, like arcs that are of blank, water. But yeah. they project water splashes onto it to give it uh, movement mm-hmm. and, yeah. and visual electricity. I think, and maybe I'm, maybe I'm getting this wrong, but then like the dot, when you see like Donald at the carnival or something like Donald is animated, but the background is not. Or something back there isn't. It's like his background is 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 just a painted thing, but Donald himself is animated, and maybe it's like a piece of glass or something in between, or so, like there's some sort of thing going on there where like it completely confuses your brain, like yeah. you cannot decipher. And you just saw it without any character before you like when you yes. arrive in the yeah. room. There's nothing, and then this room turns on as if like somebody's flipping switch 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 yeah and so surfaces that have nothing are now mm-hmm. bright with color and visual information um in that case i think like and, and this happens a couple times i think with the little bird at the end too i watched a video that explained how there's like like there's the character on one screen but then there's another screen in the back that is just for its shadow mm. and that gives it depth which is i guess something they do in rise of the resistance too like maybe uh the the like uh, uh the like torture room or whatever with Kylo Ren oh, yeah. like that's something that makes it like give that gives it depth and it doesn't just look like uh you know a screen with a character. The on. Bird's yes, it's name. the screen pushes forward. Sorry, and, or no, wait, that's I forget. That's not the interrogation room, but that's like there's another element of when he's coming at you uh-huh. on Rise of the Resistance that I didn't know. Oh, when he like lands, he lands before and he walks. The, the saver comes in. From that's the a projection of him, but I didn't realize the screen sort of thing that's that's uh he's being projected on is moving forward to make him appear like he's walking oh. and getting bigger. Oh, that's cool. Um, huh. uh, the bird is named Chubby. Oh, the little bird, and I fr- I remember that you can buy a plush of Chubby. Oh, really? Uh, in at Hollywood Studios, and I'm assuming soon Disneyland. Well, the but gift it's shop on was Shop Disney. The gift shop was closed. Okay. When I left, yeah, I don't remember. A gift it was shop. sort of yeah, renovate. Yeah. Uh, I think that's where the gift shop was. But sort of when you came out, there were a lot of curtains and. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, uh, stuff under whatever. So I guess the gift shop is not available. So again, we'll review that when we do Toontown. Yeah, I was trying to find, I wish there was like some blog or something where like they would literally break down each room of some of these newer rides. Because so many yeah. of the older things 
have obviously books and stuff written about them, but there's a channel called How It Works. I yes. don't know if that's the channel, but that the videos are called that, and which break, which broke down some of this stuff, right? And does for newer rides. And he, but even there, then they'll admit they're they're guessing, guessing yes, right? Because right. they're that's trying I mean. to keep some of the and this ride has some great effects where you are not sure exactly mm-hmm. what's going on, and you have to stop and think about it for a minute. I guess with that in mind, let's start breaking down stuff in it that's cool. And one thing, like, okay, so uh, Jason did it in Florida. Mike, you did it in Disneyland. Yes. Uh, I've been able to do both. Yeah. And um, I, if you're comparing them, I think the <laughs> the only thing, you don't want to be, uh, the Florida one is great. It's a great experience. Yeah. And you got to give it to, I think, that neon sign outside. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. really, really nice. And just the fact that the Chinese theater exterior and interior from the great movie ride are, mm-hmm. are still intact it is really like l- lovely and ornate and classic hollywood in there however you do this toontown one and oh my god it's so much fun and it just makes so much more sense yes it that fits. it's not just like pure chinese theater until one turn and finally it gets cartoony it is cartoony from the get-go from the outside yeah. it's so fun i i really love the the disneyland version the, compared to the grass the el capitoon the mm-hmm. fa- the theater in toontown looks terrific yeah um and also looks i mean i know they always do often do this but it feels like it's been there forever it makes in a good yeah, way, in a good way. In yeah which is nice because i wanted toontown to still feel early 90s yes right that's, that's what it is yes. to me and it kind of does and yes. there's a lot of as we'll mention there's a lot of early 90s tributing oh, going on sure yeah, yeah um the the interior like you said pres- kept like the chinese theater if you go to uh the actual chinese theater the T- tcl is that mm-hmm. the current name um if you go there you in, will get stabbed i potentially um <laughs> Uh, th- a lot of, yeah, it's very similar inside. It's mm-hmm. really kind of a very tiny lobby. Um, they've converted the theater itself to like stadium seating IMAX, but a similar vibe to the, you know, Disney, uh, replica of the Chinese theater. Um, and I like that. I will say the overflow queue is just on the kind of uh, brutal cement outside of the theater, like, oh my God. and it hell, it, yeah. it it's not comfortable to stand on, uh, and the elements are not forgiving. Should be on some astroturf. It, astroturf would yes, be a well, godsend, yeah. right notorious there. Notorious concrete jungle, yeah. A, a, a notorious cement jungle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did it in July. In 90 degree, I found that I had a screenshot of the temperature because I was clearly like I was needing to vent to people what line I was at, what line I imposed on myself that I'm doing solo. Uh, uh, but like 90 degree and intense humidity and it's most of an 80 minute line is just in that Chinese theater courtyard, mm-hmm. just back and forth, back and forth. And at that point in time, I am so sure I am getting the Delta variant <laughs> right then and there, which I did not. But... Uh, I like I was really stressed the entire time. Horrible. Yeah. Uh, so uh, uh, who knows? I don't know where they send the overflow in this uh, Disneyland one because it's virtual queue, mm-hmm. um, which worked pretty well. Uh, um, if you don't sleep through it, 
You. Um, oh, I had to do the one p.m. one. You did get get the one p.m. one. Yeah, that's a good set. The fact that you that you can that they aren't just all yeah. toast that early in the morning. I got on it uh, and, and pretty early. I was on by nine thirty or so. Yeah, and um, it's yeah. I don't know. Pretty efficient. It's not mm-hmm. as bad as Rise of the Resistance was for so long. No. Yeah. And you, and you, can, you can pay fifteen dollars and do it. Oh, that's true. It yeah, keeps yeah. taunting you with that. Like, you know, you can pay right now, buddy. As long as this. Yeah. Um, but you get into the El Capitan Theater, play on the El Capitan Theater, mm-hmm. another Hollywood Boulevard theater, the one that Disney owns. And uh, very quickly, it's all of these great movie posters that are all, it's all cartoonified versions of live action Disney films. Yes. You get a Newsies. You got to, I should have written down the puns, but there's a Newsies, there's a Honey, I Shrink the Kids, there's a Mighty Ducks, there's an Absent-Minded Professor, throw out the the pun ones. There's a ton ton of them, too, Uh, which is fun. I have photos of a few, although now I don't remember which. Toonsies? Toonsies. (laughs) That's cute. Uh, uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Nieces. And that's Minnie Minnie and her nieces. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Let's see. Walt Disney. Goofy Friday. Like uh, Freaky Friday. Freaky for the 70s. -hmm. Freaky Friday where he and Max switch. Absent-minded Professor Von Drake. Mm -hmm. Uh, And they're all, they really like match styles perfectly too for the original posters of the parody. It is so, I I really appreciated that level of like, okay, it is exactly like a 60s hand-drawn poster. And like there's a couple that I have. Jordan, if you could pull these up. There we go. There's the Scroogiest millionaire i mean that's so great um and that's a delicate thing to like draw cartoon characters but convey a different art style when like when it's all drawn like you Mm got to get that exactly right and fonts are perfect uh so 1969 and actually there's another one there's this other this parent trap one um (laughs) oh you still have the journey video game load hey yeah well now we know we can just be mad at that whenever we want um this this here the chipmunk trap which is clearly the Lindsay lohan Parent Trap, um, which has I, f- I always forget this is a Nancy Myers movie. Oh right, and thus it has a very Nancy Myers poster. And I just appreciate that, like, wow, they can do 1969, like closer to Walt era posters, and then get kind of the subtlety yeah. of more recent Nancy Myers posters so well. It's really it's all ends of the spectrum. That other one in the middle that you had, Jordan, uh, this is a Hocus Pocus parody called Miska Muska and uh, and it's fun in general but I have to I'm just gonna I don't have to admit this to the audience but I feel like I I, I should be forthcoming I passed by this I thought it was fun and then I couldn't believe this came out of my mouth especially given her reaction but what I said to Aaron was I th- I think the Sarah Jessica Parker Daisy is kind of hot Wow! Is there? Can we get a zoom in on, oh on the Sarah Jessica Parker? Of Computer five? enhanced. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow! I, I that is the most you... that. By the way, that is the most sexual thing that's ever been said on this show in like an aggressive way. <laughs> Is, was you found that aggressive? Let's be Jason. Would you also vote that that is aggressive for this, po- for I for this podcast? <laughs> I look. I can see both sides of the aisle. <laughs> I can see both sides of the. I I understand where Mike's coming from, but I thought you said it pretty thoughtfully and considered. <laughs> That's right. And, I sure uh, did. It's a compliment. It's a compliment to Sarah Jessica Parkerified Daisy. Yeah, you're um, not, you're talking about this specific version of Daisy. I couldn't believe that. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't been attracted to Daisy before. Hair looks. 
looks something great. about it's it's the yes. hair. Well, it's, it's the, you know, it's you know what I think it is. Eyelashes are great. You know what wardrobe's I, great. You know what I think it is. It's the attitude. Yeah, which is really what's attractive about people often is mm-hmm. the attitude. She's got an, a good, a cool attitude going. You here. know what else is weird though? I didn't specifically have a crush on that on Sarah Jessica Parker. I don't remember the name right. of that sister, but it's not like I'm bringing that into the picture. Um, it it requires. I didn't like Daisy, and I didn't like Sarah Jessica Parker, but you put them together. <laughs> And I'm in love. Wow, interesting. And my wife was like, "Ick." Yeah. Which, I mean, what else is do... she supposed to say? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's also rare that I will say that. That I will, I will vocalize an attraction is even that... to like a celebrity, and that I, what I chose to do it for, was Daisy Duck. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I kind of like the there. <laughs> Kathy and Jimmy uh, Clarabelle up there. Oh yeah, you yeah. Know? No, let's say hey, all all three of them have their virtues. Well, you know me. I like the Midler Mini. Oh, the best. Well. well, there's well, hey, there's three of them and three of us. <laughs> Enough sure. to go around. It's not cheating if they're cartoons. <laughs> That's what I it's say. It's not cheating if it's impossible. It becomes cheating if we were to like uh uh you know, hit up people who make the action figures that you like and say, mm. like, hey, could you do like some really realistic here's this poster could you just like physicalize these and make them as tall as us how much would that uh... okay well that's a t- <laughs> that, yeah that is way different <laughs> as long as we're not if, that but if what if we what, but if you went to some sort of an inventor and said it make us an invention and we can go inside the cartoon uh, that's, that's problematic what? um hmm yeah do hall pass would hall passes be okay in a world where you have a cartoonifying machine, because that also, I'm, here's the issue though, Mike, is that you can get the invention that cartoonifies you. Yeah. Let's assume that's possible. Right. Does it make every cartoon that's ever existed real? Well, that's up to the inventor to do it. That's uh, a lot of work. That's, that's a lot that, of work. That is God. That is creating a universe. Well, thanks, then, oh, thanks for wait, the close-up. VR. Oh, that's good. There's my close-up. Well, hold on. I need some <laughs> clarification from you, Scott. Yeah. Um, they have had walk around versions of these at some of the Halloween parties. Have they? Of not of Daisy. Yeah. What? All three of them. These yeah, characters this have exists previously as a character in three dimensions. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. What did you search to find this? Mickey's not so scary hocus pocus. Is that what Hocus Pocus Mini. Because mm-hmm. the because the Sanderson oh sisters, my. the real ones, are also mm. at the uh Halloween I bet party suit too. I bet suit real life Daisy doesn't have the same attitude as this poster though. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at photos. I d- no, I don't have the same. I don't have the same thing. lust. Yeah, uh, it's not no. There. Um, but if I now, if there was an opportunity for me to hug that character, I think this would be very upsetting to you, Mike. I think that is a, a cross of the line. You, you talk about I, aggression. You, th- <laughs> I know you wouldn't be okay with me hugging that character. I wouldn't be okay. Yeah, I would just don't show it to me. I'm, I'm fine with. <laughs> Whatever you do behind uh, yeah. closed doors, by which I mean at a theme park with someone taking a picture of it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that would de- that would be different. Yeah. You um, don't know how to describe it, but you know it when you see it. Yeah. Huh. I didn't know. I'll say this. I wasn't. A, I don't think I immediately was attracted to any of the posters in line in that way. <laughs> Are there others? I'm trying to think. That would like be candidates. Well, everybody likes that girl from from uh, Goofy, Movie. Goofy Movie. Yeah, because we were, and again, we were all the same age. But we were all the same age at the when time. Yeah, you have to go back. We to saw that. the movie for the yeah, first yeah. time, so I don't think that that's mm-hmm. younger I mean, even. But that was an, aspirational. Yes, that's when true, we're yes. uh, eleven. In in um, another one of Mike's science fiction stories, where scientists are inventing cartoon rays for him. <laughs> not Rock, for beef, for anyone. Roxanne is a high powered big city lawyer and. You're saying I've worked mm. out a scenario where she's now an adult 
and I'm an adult and the inventor with the cartoon ray shoots me and then I meet her in some sort of a meet cute in the I, cartoon world in Toontown. I'm imagining the cartoon ray series as a multi-volume like sort of thing. <laughs> like you remember, I'm sure you had this at your high school, the kid who was like writing like his own science fiction stuff, his own uh, like, yeah, and, and I... would start numbering his volume. He's like, okay, well the next book in the series. <laughs> and it's like, you are 11. Please That's... slow it down. <laughs> Well, no, if a listen, ambitious. It's good. You if know, a listener wants to write this series of perverse cartoon podcast, the ride. Oh, fan Jordan's fiction. given us another option. It's Scrooge McDuck's wife or mom. Oh yeah, I what actually, character you know what? is that? I might know the name of this character because there's a if if this this is correct because there is separately in Runaway Railway there's like a trivia wall about mm. like the history of the El Capitoon. And I saw oh, right. yes, yes. a sign, and I didn't know what this was referring to. Uh, the very first ticket sold at the El Capitoon was purchased by Casey Coote's sister, Elvira Coote. And I'm like, who's Elvira Coote? And El Elvira Coote is apparently Donald Duck's grandmother, who does appear on oh. DuckTales, maybe in flashbacks, or maybe still alive, I don't what? know. But, but I look kind of like this may be Elvira Coote that we're looking well, at. Well, but isn't Uncle Scrooge is his uncle only one generation up? Mm -hmm. his grandmother would be another generation up yes that might be what we're looking at but they you know they coexisted they're around is that magica dispel with the red hat that's clearly magica dispel i think that's magica dispel and who's under that let's keep going that's daisy there's lots of of eligible duck bachelorettes in this poster (laughs) daisy looks very (laughs) jaunty in that as does uh what's what's his face Um, launchpad yeah launchpad also looks very fun he's got his he's uh, holding hands with a crocodile everyone's having a nice time even the crocodile looks found a new hall pass mr crocodile here (laughs) look at the suits that donald and scrooge have on those are like sharp sharp kind of retro suits Everyone looks great. <laughs> Everyone is in their best mode. Yeah. What's Magica Dispel is the character? It's a great yeah, hat on Magical Magica Dispel. Yeah, the Carmen San Diego style. Very Carmen San Diego. And she's yeah. got a little uh, a cup of tea there. Mm-hmm. And she's yeah, she's also she's the witch basically on the Ducktales. You remember her, Scott? She was on Ducktales. Yeah, I watched it, but I don't re- I, I don't remember uh, almost any of it. Well, she's not to be trifled with. I'll tell you that. Where's Giz? Is Gizmo Duck? In anywhere here, I don't think he is. I swear Fenton, to God, crack I swear shell. To God, if my if my kid is doing a podcast in thirty years about the crap he's watching <laughs> about Leo the truck, <laughs> you remember Leo and uh, you b- built the car that was so g- uh, wheels, <laughs> motors, and wood. Episode that one. Don't you dare! Don't you dare, son of mine! You know that Paw Patrol character is kind of good looking. <laughs> Oh no! This is gonna be me. What's the What's the movie where George C. Scott is yelling while he watches his daughter? <laughs> like, is oh, it like oh. hardcore? I think like no, turn it off. <laughs> I, I haven't seen it. I believe he's watching his daughter have sex, or she's mm. in a. a, a she's in a you're saying, you're saying watching a, your kid do a podcast about hearing nostalgia. my son do this podcast, but about the things about uh, 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 Gecko's Garage and the shows he's watching. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Episode by episode through the filmography of Miss. Mr. Beast. You know? <laughs> no. Yeah. No. Shut it off. <laughs> we sent a young child to college to not, to, we paid him not to do a podcast, and he used that money to pay for his 
<laughs> college and grad school. Here's the deal. This is this money is entirely <laughs> dependent on you not doing a podcast. <laughs> I'm going to play you an example of my podcast just so you, So yeah, then uh yeah, I'm with my son and I say isn't uh, Daisy hot? Well, <laughs> now see, is this what you want to be? Do you, I don't want you to be me, son. Son, you were raised with dirty money. <laughs> Money that was made from mining nostalgia, <laughs> saying outrageous things about childhood cartoon characters. I yelled about grass for 15 I minutes about grass. to give, put milk in your mouth. This money is... <laughs> I wasn't mining for unobtainium. That's only an avatar, son. That's disgusting money. So go to church every week to absolve me of the sins. Anyway, uh, uh, you know what else is in the line is that Fred R. Femur's uh, arm, he's skeleton yes. number three in the skeleton dance. And mm -hmm. I thought that was fun that they named the cute. skeletons in the skeleton dance. I will. Maybe this is a little bit ahead, too, because they have some fun, like little stuff for the kids to twirl, like the uh, 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 the propeller on a, a plane from Plane Crazy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, uh, and the, uh, the, the ships with the, you got a Steamboat Willie wheel. I, I was you telling the, you guys, yes. he was like on the this was a long line for him. He is like his dad in a good way that he has no tolerance for lines. <laughs> uh, so uh, we, we were like rounding a bend and like, oh, we need a diversion real quick here. Oh, we got a wheel. He loves mm. to spin a big wheel. It's a great line in terms of like I, I was stuff to do. I wish I had longer out. a longer time in that line because there's I so could. much stuff. Look, I see I see your point. I in terms of like, is this a very good cue? Absolutely yes. it is. Am I glad I saw it? Yes. Is still any cue technically skippable? Also, yes. <laughs> uh can I say the thing that gave me I won't I was very tired by the time I went on, so my emotions maybe were a little bit more free flowing. But I, I saw something that made me feel like feel. It gave me all the feels. Whoa. It was the dresser from the Lonesome Ghosts. Whoa. Did you remember that? Now, wait. Uh, well, here, well, here ex explain it. Yeah. So yeah. in Lonesome Ghosts, it's the, I've talked about this. It's the, epi it's the episode. It's the uh, uh, cartoon where Donald, Goofy, and Mickey go ghost busting, essentially. Yeah. And as a kid, I'd watch it all the time on Halloween, multiple times. It was, it's always been my favorite Mickey short. Goofy gets hurt badly in it and i didn't like that part but it's very memorable it's burned in my brain of goofy like hurting himself goofy gets stuck in this dresser mm. while the ghosts are messing with him so it's uh, i i love it is all really what i'm saying uh and i turned a corner and i saw the dresser <laughs> <laughs> the dresser was yes, made from yes. lonesome ghosts and i went <gasps> i think i made a noise i'm yeah. alone i'm not i wasn't trying to be performative or anything. No one was there. I made like my noise of like, <gasps> and I was like, it's a, it's a dresser from Lonesome Ghosts. And I got so excited. Well, I forgot it has a big mirror on top too. Yes. And I was showing that to my boy just to like, hey, there's us. It was just, just to show him himself in the mirror. Mm -hmm. And then what should appear in the mirror but one of the Lonesome Ghosts. Yes. And it worked he went oh, like much like you did, but yeah. it didn't scare him. It did because I'm I'm concerned about that this entire right. time. It's a little bit of a long line for him. Uh, uh, I'm worried about lo losing him because this is a big yeah. ride. We, Mom and Dad really want to do it, and it's an all ages ride, so I want it to be fun for him. So that he got a little scare and he yeah. jumped, but not a scare that made him cry. That's great. That's Loved nice. it. I was happy to see the ghost. Thank. You. I almost forgot about this. Yeah, thing. Uh, uh, I it, brought it up. So yeah, I I that was the that there was other parts of the the line I love, but that one I was like, wow, the real thing from the real cartoon. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's got Mickey's uh, hat on it too, which is fun because Mickey's wearing a real funny big like hunting hat. 
It's like a Sherlock Holmes kind of hat. Yes, you're uh, right. It is more like Sherlock Holmes. I a few things about the dresser from Lonesome Ghost. Um, <laughs> Disney. You see, son, do you want to say that phrase in your life? Sorry, one thing about the dresser. One thing just about my memories of Lonesome Ghost. But uh, Disney did like a walkthrough uh, video, like a good, very good video quality walkthrough of this queue. Yes, and they had Imagineers commenting on mm-hmm. things like, "Oh, this and that." And the one guy like hosting it was like, and this is the dresser from the Lonesome Ghost, and we were really pushing to get this in here. Mm-hmm. My memory of Lonesome Ghost is that uh, w- they all went into the house with weapons. Yeah, like a I big had, musket or yeah, like shotguns. Yeah. yeah, one of yeah one of the I just remember one of them had a net. And one of them just had a yes. gun. Yeah, I think Mickey has the shotgun, but I could be wrong. Does one of them have a spear or a trident? <sighs> I forget what I th- I feel like Goofy has the maybe I'm, I'm gonna. People are like, you're not a Lonesome Ghost fan. I feel like Goofy has the net. Mickey has the shotgun. Gatekeeping. And then... Actually, that was a pretty pretty lazy memory about Lonesome Ghost 1937. Mm. I like that one extra because I really like the real Ghostbusters cartoon and the other Ghostbusters cartoon. I did too, yeah. Yeah. With Tracy the Gorilla. Yes. And every now and then... was the original Ghostbusters. It was because there was a live action one. Yeah. And uh, every now and then I'd find either... I think there was maybe one art video game or arcade of the original Ghostbusters and at garage sales or thrift shops or something I'd come across a toy and you could never find those toys. Yeah. Compared to like the uh, real Ghostbuster toys, which w- you walk one block and you could find them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's that, Lonesome Ghost toys. I need those mm-hmm. to be made tomorrow. So. Um, the one that I gasped that I, I was... <laughs> shocked how excited I was, and maybe I never vocalized how much I loved. This. I just I just looked it up. The short is Pluto's Christmas Tree from 1952, mm, yeah. and there's a little lineup of when I just thought it was so clever when I was a kid that Chip and Dale are running from Pluto, and they dress up, they put on a little Santa hat and a beard yeah. to disguise themselves as candles but then they get lit on fire mm-hmm. on the top but the little prot like the other ornaments that have already been pilfered by chip and dale yeah. that was a gap and i did have to keep walking right past it mm-hmm. maybe have we finally found a scenario where the, I, oh yeah maybe i don't wish i had more time in the queue because the uh the kid was gonna freak out well but, that's a different story uh, um you know i'm not so crazy that i'm gonna like make a two-year-old Stay in a long line. <laughs> so you say. Well, we'll the see. You're right. is going to come to shove in a so year or so. And some ghosts. <laughs> say a prayer while we're sitting here. People, people yeah. are mad. People are angry at us. I think they want us to keep moving. Well, they can stay angry <laughs> for all I care. She's going to cry, okay? She's going to cry as long as it takes her to stop crying so she can appreciate this. <laughs> These are important ghosts. <laughs> um, I think undeniably a very fun point of this queue is mickey mouse disco of course oh my which God. is kind of a broader retro room because there's also a mouser size right next to it on a disco on floor <laughs> yes it's which a great is so floor. great yeah um yeah really fun um, this is the type of like uh, i haven't been on the guardians of the galaxy ride but this is the type of thing when they were saying oh the history of epcot or something yeah where it's like a little wink winking thing to the history of something in disney that's done in a way that we, even if you don't know any of it, it's fun and blah, blah, blah. Like there's none of that. I think in that guardians queue for as far as like history of Epcot, but this is like, 
This is great. This and is even so just great. the detail that it was organized as a tribute by Minnie and the Toontown Hysterical Society, not sure. Historical Society. Great. Oh, That's fine. really cute. Um, I think the other thing I like about it, just as turn, it, it's it's nice to see the company embracing its actual history that it has created and not just bought. You know, because Marvel oh, yeah. and Star Wars get all the play nowadays, but it's just like, these Mickey Mouse shorts are pretty undeniable, you know? And lots of people have fond memories of the live-action films, you know? And they've, they've whittled it down, I think, to the live-action films that people uh, like, you know? Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. There wasn't a represent, representation of the Patrick Swayze tall tale from 1994. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's not all of them, but uh, maybe people like tall tale. I don't know. Um, well, and on that point, like, they know that they got to play up that Goofy movie. They know, like, you know, Goofy movie has such a, a cult at this point. And then you get you get power limes. Oh. You're in a little, it's it's the concessions for the movie theater. The concessions are so good. Yeah. I can't, they make fake, conce- they made fake candy, which, you know me, you know Jason, candy guys, candy boys, as you might say. <laughs> Uh, and they found the next podcast candy boys <laughs> oh my god is that different candy every episode that's right it's not like dough boys it's, it's like clean. it's candy pretty, candy pretty, ne- pretty narrow it's a narrow focus i don't know everybody you know? a lot of people like candy though what a lot mean? of people like you're saying narrow focused i'm saying oh no oh, our you're subject matter yeah narrow mm. is good specific is good but lots of people like it so big potential audience a big you know? potential a audience topics oh boy uh, uh but they made fake candy which looks so fun and they really should think about making it for real they're not going to but i assume but yes power limes there's a darkwing duck candy oh i didn't see that um called i have a picture of it somewhere it's like basically like reese's like Reese's Cups, it's called like Mallard Cups or something, mm-hmm. uh, and it's got the Darkwing Duck colors. The popcorn is all Mickey shaped. Did you see that? Um, I don't. Uh, I was moving fast. The big Again, popcorn. The big point. popcorn popper is popping things, and it's like kind of a, it's it's got the sound playing. It's not actually popping fresh popcorn. There's a little like video kind of uh, projection playing to make it look like it is. Oh, that's fun. But if you look, the whole thing is filled with Mickey popcorn. And when I say Mickey, you look closely. And each kernel has a little snout and ears. Wow. Like the detail is so small and you easily would miss that. I did miss it. Yeah. 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 I didn't catch that. But wow. there's, I mean, I'm sure there's a bunch of stuff like that that I don't know. Um, Jeez. But the concession area is so fun. The, uh, uh, where you get your condiments, condiments. Oh, this, this is oh yeah. Thank oh, you. Mallard cups. cups. Mallard cups. Yeah. yeah there it is. Uh, Someone needs to I want a mallard cups. I want to put a purple peanut butter cup in my mouth. Stat. Now okay. that's the most aggressive thing I've heard on the podcast. <laughs> well, that's right. It is. I, it's so, so it's an er, that's my love. I'm lusting to eat a purple <laughs> peanut butter cup. Mike's tan. Mike's taking us down a tangent of all his mouth business. That's you know? right. And I'm not ashamed of this. I want Darkwing Duck candy, and I want it now. Uh, uh, I'm eat it out. They have. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Scott. Let's not push it. Let's not push it. I knew that would that would throw everyone. Now, what is the parody movie poster of the Tim Allen Craig Kilborn Shaggy Dog? Is Craig Kilborn? In <laughs> Craig Kilborn is he supporting? Right? Uh, uh, like I think Lee supporting actor. Is he? I know Robert that. Downey Jr. is in that one. It, it is not on Disney Plus. I know. Okay. Th- I think hmm. I tried to find this. Wow. 
Craig Kilborn. Um, I don't know that that's been parodied. Uh, uh, <laughs> for for the another for the kids, um, the condiment stations, which is fun. Did you get? Did you let your son? do any of that you know what yeah about? yeah briefly but then they were, like, the line was moving yeah we, right we there did it does for move. a second i wanted to be there more there's some fun like ketchup mustard it doesn't actually spit this stuff out but then one of them is haggis uh that oh you can really hit. and then one of them i forget there's another one that's like molten and it's like kind of burning the the countertop I'm um, I'm sorry. I'm a little distracted because I just found a review of the Shaggy Dog 2006. Mm, go ahead. Um. Uh, uh. You know, I must admit, when I first saw this movie, when it came out, it was incredible. <laughs> and now, and know that I'm all grown up. It's even more terrific. It's nice to have to see the Santa Claus and the voice of Buzz Lightyear get turned into a dog, so he can understand the value of being with his family. So <laughs> I think this movie is perfect. So teaching us all the importance of family. Wow. Wow. wow, that's okay. a pretty thoughtful review of someone who just let people enjoy things, and you can't complain about that, you know? Wow, that's uh, beautiful. Yeah. Maybe, uh, childless nerds don't understand the <laughs> beauty Santa, of a simple Santa dog. Claus turning into a dog to understand being with family. <laughs> their lives are misery. They stand in front of the firing squad <laughs> enjoying their last cigarette before the end comes. <laughs> uh, um, so there's... I I just I could identify like this condiment station as a kid. I would have been like, "This is my." I remember this. Yeah, I'll yeah. talk about this on a podcast in thirty these, years. These are moments. There, this is a you know the, the the thing that you talk about, Mike. Like we're just wanting to have like big beats and moments you remember. Mm-hmm. I think the queue has them. Yes, people will be talking about these parts of this for, queue for a child which, and for daddy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, again, we have different definitions of aggressive. Um, That's just the, the things nice thing. that sound weird to me are different than <laughs> and for daddy, for child, and for daddy, for child, and for daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, daddy. <laughs> um, I'm daddy. Look, I'm daddy. Okay. Well, you're a father, but I'm daddy. That <laughs> <laughs> no. we keep topping Top, each other. The say, most aggressive Jason thing said it. on this well, podcast. Um, <laughs> let's get to this ride. Let's get uh, uh, we deep, deep into the no. GD long. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, everyone in the booth who's here. We'll try to move through fast. But the uh, um, okay. Uh, uh, talk about these moments, big big things, and, well, and there's a big one in the pre-show. Yes, the pre-show um is you get to you go in a little room and you watch a premiere of a new short, a Mickey short, uh, perfect perfect picnic. picnic, uh, and then the song plays, which is. The earworm song that nothing you'll hear. can stop us now. Yes, um, and then some fun happens and chaos and Goofy shows up in a train, yes. and then a pie gets lodged into Goofy's smokestack. The trip. It's Mickey and Minnie are driving alongside Goofy in a train. They mm-hmm. say a nice hello to each other, but then they hit a bump that is on the train track. Mm-hmm. Pluto goes flying. Pie goes flying. Goes right into into Goofy's smokestack. Starts steaming, whole thing blows up, and the smoke goes off of the screen yes. into the room. And this is a great thing to. Well, we've just told you about it. If you if you might already know about it, if you go with anyone who doesn't know this beat, as I got to uh, mm-hmm. with Aaron, she had no idea this was coming. It's such a jaw dropper. Just like whoa, yeah, it's this I is didn't know. a great pre-show, um, and it like not only so exciting. The, well, oh, and then just to say the whole thing that 
Goofy is now, he's been thrown from the train and he's hanging up on part of the screen that mm-hmm. is still working up above the big hole that's been blown in it. Yeah. He starts talking to the person in the room, the ride attendant, the cast member, uh, says, do you mind helping these good people into the cartoon while I fix this here uh, Loki motive? <laughs> uh, like that. This is great. I am a sucker for uh, person on screen or animatronic talks to cast member. It's a nice yeah. nod to the great movie ride. Uh, also a nod in this, the ride kind of starts and finishes in a railroad barn uh, mm-hmm. a, a fond uh, possession of Walt Disney himself. Oh, that's <laughs> a, true. A barn yeah. with railroad stuff. Just a railroad. Yeah. yeah. It's Walt a really Disney. good train ride, mm-hmm. which right, which really helped propel my son along through the whole thing. Just telling oh, yeah. him, like, oh, yeah. you, you're going to go on a bunch of trains today, and mm-hmm. one of the trains is driven by Goofy. <laughs> you could see him <laughs> what processing else do you want? it. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. First of all, so. if it was me and I was little, I'd be like, that's not a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to go poorly. Is he trained? let's not go. <laughs> Surely the union doesn't Mommy know flat. about this. Can Goofy show me his license? Does he take regular tests to make sure he's <laughs> equipped? Uh, one thing I've always thought about this ride, did they have to have the conversation of the term railway? They're like, we can't call this a railroad. We have actual railroads on property, and people will be confused. I think this is actually an example of a title that was probably group thinked to group thought to death but it works yeah i like it i do Mm -hmm. like it because it's like it's not actually like mickey and minnie's railway it is not no it's not correct and it's yeah yeah, railway why wouldn't it just be railroad or why wouldn't it be like the name of the cartoon like it it works and i like it but it's example of i think an overthink okay they need we need can't just be mickey because mickey minnie they're together Mm -hmm. that's that their ride not just mickey even though the whole queue is mickey um, but Mickey <laughs> yeah. and Minnie's Runaway Railway, it says what it is, kind of. So I think I like it. I like the title a lot. I, I just like think that. I think it was like a, it's it was constructed for a lot of reasons that mm-hmm. way. I like that um, everyone just has jobs. Everyone has weird. Uh, uh, Goofy drives a locomotive. Uh, Pete is jackhammering. Daisy teaches a dance class that covers both waltz and rumba. Yes. Uh, Mickey has a red, big red convertible. Like we, we don't spend time getting to know about Mickey's big red car. <laughs> That's know? true. We need to know uh, more about that big red car. Significantly less horrific than the like nightmare car <laughs> that was the uh, parked in front of his house. Uh, you know, in oh. Toontown. Is that a nightmare car? It's just kind of like I like that car. Yeah, it's just kind of. It's just kind of weird proportions. It just kind of looks a little scary. It's fun as a cartoon. It's not it, like Mr. McFisto's car from the Batman Forever video with the kind, hands. Oh, no. Well, we're all scared of that car. Yeah. I like Mickey's car. One of these things, like, th- that the hole is blown in the screen, and then Goofy and the cast member discuss that they will let you into the cartoon, and then you walk through the screen. So that's a separate, a hole has been blown in the screen. Cool. Wait, how do I get in this ride? I go into the screen. Yeah. That's great. And it's blown out towards you, but it's still being projected on, so that texture, like, the, the chaotic mm. cutout is great. That, yeah, it's all it's awesome, and as a kid, I would not know. I'd be, like, amazed by it. Can I give a little minor gripe? This works better in Hollywood Studios than it does in Toontown. Because in the reality of Toontown, you've already walked into the cartoon. You're in the cartoon already yeah, in Toontown. Yeah. Yeah. And now and now the whole thing is like, oh, my God, we're going in the cartoon. We were already in the cartoon. 
Things so don't get cartoony until... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, but again, minor gripe here. Well, I guess yeah. that, that's the turn that you have to make because in this version, the, you entered the cartoon the yeah. second you entered Toontown. Yes. So you're, you've already... They, they so now you're going into that. another cartoon. I yeah. see what you're saying. That is interesting. Is the, um, the queue in Florida, is it also like posters of movies that likely would have premiered at Grauman's Chinese Theater? I don't Like remember. posters of Mickey's shorts from like the time period when this was like the show palace of stars of hollywood like Maybe. i think that's a thing i i like that i do i do think it's tasteful and it's a nod to like the golden age of hollywood stuff oh, that's yeah, still lingering like of course, yeah, of course like i it. like it i'm 37 <laughs> yeah, but i've Os always been 80 robert you know? osborne of podcast the ride. robert osborne <laughs> look, look he kept that ride a lot those last few years turner classic movies was keeping the lights on mm -hmm. for that ride you know sure we stand um, Robert Osborne. We certainly do. Uh, um, but, but yes, no, this is not a major. No kids like threw a fit. We were already in a cartoon. What? <laughs> yeah. We were already there. Why are we going in it again? Doesn't make sense. Yeah, we of course. We were there. If they in Cartoon World, they would just call this movie. They would just yeah. call this media. You know, uh, um, your so, children aren't logic police because they aren't on no, Twitter yet. They're not. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, so you go through this and then you go into a very like, I would say like, by the, by the way, also, I don't really understand how the screen blowing up works. I know that it rises I think it, up, yeah, but you really got to, and depending on how much smoke there is, you really can't tell. And there's also yeah, this hard black barricade, like what would be under a movie screen and something happens there too, to give you passage. And yeah, I don't quite I think get what it is. Something shoots down. Maybe the, some yeah. of the black goes down it's hard and the white to tell. goes up. It's one of those newer things where it's almost impossible. Like the, Great you seen a clip manager. of the beast transforming in, in Japan? Yeah. That's, yeah. I don't know what's going on there. Yeah. I think it's the same, the similar thing as on the Shanghai uh, pirates that a skeleton turns into Jack Sparrow and you're watching it and you're like, I know there's a projection happening, but I don't know what, I could not in a million years think. Or figure out what this is. Jeez, they got um, it. They but yeah, similar thing to here where I'm like, I think something's just shooting down, but this fog and the misdirect is working so effectively. Yeah. Um, and then you go into kind of a generic barn, I would say, like a generic kind of barn feeling place. But it's so like warm and gentle in there. I yeah. love that room. Well, and the music is playing. Mm -hmm. It's that. It's like the intro uh, uh, of the song, and it's just kind of on a loop. A very just pleasant melody any form you hear it in it's great um something i'm gonna say about this ride i don't think i've ever called this out on a ride before stanchions good oh stanchions, yeah the line separators yeah because in the first half of it you've got real like art deco it's little like cube pyramids mm -hmm. mm. look out for those they're functional but they're good and then you get into cartoon world they're wonderful. So these big, mm. like these fun, big yellow knobs that have been like uh, drawn on all crazy. They're they're wonderful pieces. I like I if they started selling these, like getting rid of stray ones, I'd buy a runaway railway stanchion well, the at an auction. Stanchions on the haunted mansion are really memorable. Yes, in the certainly. line too. Maybe, um, I don't think they've had a good stanchion game. Maybe, so yeah. Since. So maybe maybe if we start fetishizing the stanchions, Sounds that we'll like put us. it out into Dis, Dis Twitter, <laughs> and then in like twenty years, Disney will start selling them. Sure. Like eventually we'll get there where they monetize this. Oh, because they had like the the bats on the stanchions at Haunted Mansion. I think you get as like a wine stopper. 
Oh, really? Or as well, like they have been monetizing the stanchions. So some stanchions, but not these, maybe. But these are new we're stanchions. Yeah, yeah. We're yeah. gonna get yelled at. Like they have been monetizing the stanchions. You call yourself theme six years in theme park podcast? Theme you don't know about the monetization of the stanchions? If someone's saying that phrase, they aren't capable of being as aggressive as you're <laughs> being right now. They don't have as much tea. They statement. don't have as much tea. <laughs> you're saying you haven't even talked about the Disney the Disney 100 ears, the drippy ears that oh, look the drippy gross. Ears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's that. We don't have time to talk not about time, it in this not episode. Not time. Um, another big moment for me in this uh, in this ride, and a I don't know if you guys had the same thing, but I, I had not really spoiled it for myself in terms of what the ride mechanism is. I assumed that it was a railway. I'd heard that mm. Goofy, well, that's a big moment, that the doors swing open and Goofy is like he's talking to you from the front car. Um, but then I really took it on faith at the beginning that, I had no reason not to assume that this is a train that uh, all moves together as oh, one oh. Uh, um, as one piece. Like I think mm-hmm. I knew it was trackless, but I still thought maybe these are connected mm-hmm. somehow, and you could still like explore wherever in the rooms. So it genuinely was a surprise to me that oh, all of the cars being in a row like a train mm-hmm. is made up. It's mm-hmm. sold by the fact that they move and have slack similar yeah. to a, a train vehicle, how a real train would be. And then Mickey crashes into a switch. Goofy goes one way. Every car splits off, goes every other which way. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. This is not a train at all. This is a trackless vehicle. It's, it's in the realm of Rise of the Resistance. And who knows what these vehicles can do it's a really exciting moment really delightful there's like three things there in there that i was just delighted by the swinging open of the window with goofy yeah that was really fun the trackless ride thing i feel like i've read reviews of rides and people go like why is this track why does this have to be trackless Mm -hmm. it's not using the form at all this very clearly pretty fun splitting apart fun all dancing together mm-hmm. is really fun. And then this another anti-right. I hate that. It doesn't use the form at all. One car goes one way. Another car goes up the other way. You have different views of the. No, no. I think this is a good or like the Eftoling is a very good use of it where the rides split off and go on yes. their own. I saw the video that pointed out that's maybe a better like probably the ultimate trackless dark ride is that all the vehicles all have completely different experiences yeah yeah but, but it's still pretty new uh this anti-rise uh, thing is spreading and i'm oh no no right here i i meant more like in general when a ride is trackless it's yeah, like yeah. oh does it use the full did you say rides yeah. not rides. oh i rides. said rides yeah, sorry Scott's oh, hearing here, things. well i'm i'm just ready to pounce i um, was gonna i was gonna make the point i think it's the wrong system for a rise to use the ride just wrong ride system mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. interesting <laughs> um the third thing, uh, I think the voice acting on these shorts in general, but especially this ride, is so great. Like this ride has like legitimately funny moments, and yeah, absolutely. I there there's the, when Mickey hits the railway switch, he's like screaming, like he's a real neurotic everyman in these kinds of shorts. And then at the very end, there's like a moment where Minnie is just screaming at full volume, and I was just like. This is fun. This is really fun. Like, They're all great. And in so many, it, it is, you know, the the new Mickey, who I'm going to butcher the name if I try to say it, but it's that actor who's in the, he's 
one of the, the new Three Stooges. He's Mo in the oh, live action. I did Stooges. see that. Yeah, uh, he's fantastic. His, his Mickey in general is so great. Yeah. But then it's not as if they recast everybody because it's the classic people. This ride is Rusi Taylor, who's passed mm-hmm. away since, but it is like the mini that it's been for most of our lives. Who and it just they just like get uh, you know fresh angles out of her everybody bill oh, Palmer, yeah. goofy like mm-hmm. all the people who have who have been doing it forever are just top of their game in this this it's, version and daisy's trust mcneil she is so, so great good there i think they've Did, never had an angle on daisy besides it, daisy right, has right. always been like mini but duck and now this yes. daisy is like She's demented. You get into that <laughs> yeah. that dance studio, and you're like, I don't like where this is going. Like, I I am uneasy about what the plans are. I heard. Did you? This is a again too late in the podcast to start taking tangents, but I have to say this because I when I went to see a, 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 a live read of The Simpsons, courtesy of Mitch, when he used to work on The Simpsons, oh, cool. I it was awesome to see everybody do the voices. But I was like, oh, it's Tress McNeil, and she did two lines. And again, I like lit up even more than seeing almost anybody else. Even Dan Castellano do Homer live, which is insane. But Dress McNeil, two lines out of the, like like out of there. Not maybe immediately, but Tress McNeil. John Lovett said he auditioned for Saturday Night Live with Tress McNeil. And oh, have you heard this anecdote? I I heard this. And Lorne said, "Oh, Tress McNeil was the best one. Too old. What? what? Maybe thirty-seven no. or thirty-eight at the time. Wow. Huh. No, I have not heard that." Oh, yes, no. this is fresh informa- SNL red meat for us nerds. Uh, I forget oh, there was another woman he said he auditioned with, too, that I think did really well. But I believe specifically Tress McNeil did the best out of anybody. Because there's something with Tress McNeil, who, who we're talking about, who does so many voices on The Simpsons. And she's Dot on Animaniacs. She's all yeah, these voices. She's so funny. Yeah. And sometimes you go, oh, maybe somebody's voice is just funny. But she's a groundling and clearly... A great performer. In has her own the right. chops. And has she the in far with SNL. That I think made you me might be, so mad. <laughs> I, I think in that same time, Lynn Stewart, who is Miss Yvonne on Pee Wee, oh, it maybe might be who who's maybe a, that a little maybe, older. I think it's all might have been the spot that Jan Hooks. Yeah, got, and I like Jan Hooks a lot. Yeah, I like yeah, Jan Hooks. This too. is all what a. But that to hear trio, that story, I was like kind of mad. For a, I was like, "That's awful." I <laughs> just bad. have to wait for a millennial to create a cartoon and just lay down the like law of like the lead is Tress McNeil. Okay, the sure. lead voice is Tress McNeil. <laughs> mm, sure. I don't care what f- famous actor of the five famous actors you remember you want to be the lead, but it's Tress McNeil. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, she's Daisy now, which is great. Yeah, yeah. It's even that. That's like with no other choices. Just mm-hmm. giving. We're get, we're throwing that ball to mm-hmm. the greatest living voice actress possibly. Yeah, yeah probably. Maybe. I think sure. Um, so great. I mean, we can let's we can jump around, but I it basically become like the 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 track the the switch is flipped and now every car is going every which way. It's up to Mickey and Minnie to try to save you and corral the train cars. I think the ride does a really great job of like, there's always the issue of you need to have your adventure, but the characters are having their adventure and it's hard to make all those things combine. Mm-hmm. And I think this, and Goofy is kind of his own plot, although we just lose him for, yeah. for most of it. But I, I think it does, this ride does a great job of it's everybody's story. Mm-hmm. You're part of what they're doing. They're part of what you're doing. Um, and it's and it's not doing the thing I've complained about lately, where other people have put it better or more, or more articulately. Uh, there's so much going on around you that there's plenty of stuff to look at, depending on what you want to look at. Yeah, yeah. Which is I like that better than when you're pointed at stuff. 
Again, except for oh, the Transformers. Sure. Yeah. Which is they perfectly pointing you at the perfect a, a, amount of masterful performance yeah. into of a, yeah, yeah. a tear jerking right. scene. Um, yeah, uh, no. Every I think you'd never get tired of look because even like yeah, just unimportant stuff whizzing by. Yeah, looks neat and is fun. You could just I'm gonna go on this 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 time on this ride. I'm only staring at stuff that doesn't yeah, matter. And right. I think you'd have a great time. Yes, for sure. But you're in this old west scene that's really fun. That really like starts showing you the tricks. Um, and where and they're trying to lasso you and uh, uh and and struggling to do so. Then you go into this carnival scene that's jaw dropping. We referred it, it's. It's as if it's like, yeah, it's it, like there's nothing happening on the walls and then mm-hmm. it all turns on. I think what what we, we are looking at for a lot of it is just different percentages of this. A lot of this is uh, painted and this is permanently what it is. And it's mm-hmm. just really bright and lit to where it looks like a cartoon. Yes. And then so seamlessly blended in our projection spots mm-hmm. but then you've got other rooms where it has to be the entire wall that's projected right and you're also yeah. like where are these projectors coming sometimes i i saw a video that was slowed down that pointed out all right they're up there in the ceiling hidden but it's all short throw projectors so they can just hit from really particular angles mm-hmm. and uh, uh but still at like at the best resolution you've ever seen of like visual images in front of you. Yes, yeah, so I have a, a moderately priced projector that I've used in the backyard on a on a white sheet and mm-hmm. it, the light is not strong. Stuff. You got to load those lumens. It's got to be dark. Yeah, you're, you're and I got lumens. a higher lumen amount of lumens than the like cheapest projectors, mm-hmm. but still it's got to be pretty dark for that so imagining like a fairly dark room projecting yeah. that just has to be the most get together that how many lumens must it take next time i go on this thing i'm gonna find a cast member and go like hey pretty good ride you get here how many uh how many lumens, how many lumens? will jim and len look into how many lumens each projector has please i'm begging them the lumen count guys i mean if they We're could waiting. just hit up all the amcs in the la burbank area too like some of those are the you lumens. want Jim and Len to go investigate? I the mean, AMC it, it would be great. I, I, a few times have been like, I think we know the I answer. I kind of want to go lumens talk are low to someone. At that lumens AMC are low. Uh, the sixteen, the sixteen, I think is actually operating pretty well. Sure, and there's obviously the yeah. higher resolution theaters that have more lumens, but and rec- recliners. Right, but you're saying like well, that the has six, nothing to do with anything. You're saying the yes. six and the eight. Oh, the have six bad and the lumens. eight have pretty bad lumens. Yeah, they try to trick you in those with the recliner, and then you're like, "What? I am squinting." Mm. Another Ooh. thing, you know what else doesn't have recliners? <laughs> Forever Dog Studios. <laughs> hey, we're here sitting upright, <laughs> stressing our backs. We want to be able to do this thing all the way. Yeah, we want to recline. <laughs> almost, if we're gonna do a podcast for three hours talking about Mickey and Minnie's yeah, Runaway yeah, Railway, we're then racing now. Uh, uh, well, what's just important stuff to get? Th- okay, another a jaw dropper to me. Love this sequence. You end up in like a Hawaiian lagoon mm. with cliffs and waterfalls. Like here's here's a big rock wall. You watch many and many fly into a plant. The plant rustles. Oh yeah. Then they poke out of it. They want to help you, but then you're careening. They warn you about a waterfall right when <laughs> exactly when you're gonna go down the waterfall. Every car goes into a little. Pot. You're like you're all in your own little simulator dome mm-hmm. where you like 
Great fun little waterfall sequence. Then you come out, you turn around, you are now underwater, but mm-hmm. you are looking at the same room you entered. Yeah. That is now projected 100% different, but it's all the same set pieces, and they all look like, you know, that, that plant that Mickey and Minnie flew into is now kelp, and the, like, the cliff walls are now underwater rocks. It's so, like, and it takes you a second to, like, Wait a minute! And how'd they do that so quickly? Is that the same wall? Well, it's got to be because there's only one way to go mm-hmm. here. Um, yeah, it's th- I'm blown away by that for a second because they it's it sort of goes into a um, that might be because you go off a waterfall and it's sort of a very familiar theme park trick of like it makes you feel like you're shooting far down, but really you're just seeing a video or whatever. Um, and that part I remember being like, oh, oh, the kids will enjoy this part. This part doesn't do so much for a sophisticated rider like myself. And then it turns around and the whole room's different. I go, okay, well, that's... that's now we were in a little box and now we're out. Okay, you got yeah. me. The giant different rooms are um, really something. I like when you come around, you come out of something and there's just a city. There's mm-hmm. just a full city scene happening. Yeah, that's so mm-hmm. busy. That lo- like it, it looks like the horizon goes forever. Tons of cars racing by at the yeah. end. And then you go into a factory and Mickey gets stuck. I always liked when characters got stuck in the gears and the machines and yeah. stuff. I always mm. liked That's that great. as a kid. Absolutely. Yeah. Still holds up. Um, I do have a question coming out of that scene. Because when I, tr- I was trying to watch videos of them back to back, is there kind of like a weird dark tunnel at the Disneyland version? Like, it seemed like in the Florida version, you come out of the factory and you're right at that picnic ending. That's correct. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they they somehow, it ends different. The room is flipped. Like, like okay. Mickey and Minnie are on the left in one version, on the right in the other. Okay. Uh, yeah, they. I think the unload is different, so they have to, like, oh, get you to some. Okay. And they. I think they added animation of Goofy to cover it. I see. So yeah, okay. that, that, that is that, that is makes different. sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's that a thing I really like, and they they really uh, treaded the line very carefully here. The big headed Mickey and Minnie that are three dimensional but have projections on it that you see in the car at the beginning, you see at the picnic at the end. I think they're cute. I think those are great. Yeah. And mm-hmm. they those could have also looked very you know, uncanny valley, just like big head Mickey. You That's know? true. That could have been horrifying if they, mm-hmm. they didn't do it right. But um, I think but it navigates the two dimension to two and a half dimension, three dimension pretty well. Yeah. For sure. most of this ride. Oh, yeah. Completely. Um, um, the room, the dancing room with Daisy. I really like great. Um, that's what that's where I think you. it's fun just to see what the cars can do what the ride vehicle can do. I know that these ride vehicles are like, they're, they're a little bit updated. I think technology from like Pooh's Honey Hut and Ratatouille. Uh-huh. And I think they can move faster than those wow. can actually. And maybe even rise. I'm not sure if that's the same one. Um, but um, the, um, I, would, I almost wish there was like another room like the Daisy room in it. Yeah. But that's kind of a gripe. But it's like, again, I don't know. It's just a small room. It's the intimacy, I think. But like, it's almost like it's fun to have kind of that variation where all of a sudden now you're in a small room and you're doing kind of fun stuff. Just scale yeah. wise, it's fun to go back and forth between the two. And you pause. You like we're gonna yes, have a, and you we're all pause. facing a wall, and uh, uh, it, and it's not about moving forward and getting to the next thing. Yeah, and some of it, some of it, I think, if you have never been on like trackless ride, if you've never been on like Pooh's Honey Hut or something, the first time we went on that ride, it blew my mind in the same way you're talking about, and then, uh, where like the car splits apart. And you can yeah. like all these different tricks because they're very similar to some of the stuff they do on that poo ride. 
So like if you're going on for the first time and you've gone on the traditional dark rides, all this stuff is so cool. Um, and yeah, I, I don't know. There's two parts, two thoughts. I'm, I'm losing my mind a little bit. I still <laughs> yeah. haven't caught up on sleep. <laughs> I can't imagine you, yeah. you would have. My uh, eye is twitching um, <laughs> right now, honestly. The right one. I've been twitching too. What's happening? Are we? It's uh, lack. It's usually lack of sleep, or uh, I think sometimes if you're over caffeinated, yeah, which I am not today. No, I'm not either. I'm so sleep, it's sleep then. Sleeping great too. I don't know. Oh, well then I don't know. Something else. <laughs> I, oh, I, <laughs> I just switches when I'm tired. <laughs> oh no. Uh, um. But yeah. But the well. The, and the the switch of the dance. Like they, now we've established waltz, and then all of a sudden Congo, which is yes, much more jerky so and crazy. It's almost and like all these flowers come out of nowhere in the room. Yeah. So fun. What a delightful. You're just you're laughing at. Just from a a writing perspective, that that reminded me of such like an old Mickey or old Looney Tunes gag. Just the mention of Waltz and Conga back to back, I was like, yeah. I feel like that was always a thing that characters would get up into antics where they would sure, end up yeah. dancing a very funny dance that as a child I'm like I don't really know what these things are but it's funny when Bugs Bunny does it mm-hmm. you know like a machine would make somebody do it like now like, oh yeah manipulating a character an inventor into added. Yeah. and they don't want to be yeah yeah a Beetlejuice is kind of like that wasn't there a Sim- <laughs> Simpsons where he's watching a movie or something where like some kid a college kid shoots people oh, oh with a ray the that, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah yes yeah yeah and then yeah. they're all they <laughs> dancing against Nixon. their will <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's fun that's when the, the daisy's making you do that she's yeah. like she's uh, uh, forcing a dance on all these people sure really fun um and then that final scene that park at the end after uh, the factory is another incredible like oh, where yeah. it all in the in a like in a second it becomes a different type of from chaotic scary factory with something called the smasher to a serene park one set piece moves down something else rises up and it goes from being like a i don't know some just some industrial piece to a, a merry-go-round and, yeah uh it's it's lovely and then that it- like that final scene is just like oddly gentle and serene for having come out of a really hectic ride and lasts a while too which is almost it's similar to the what they did to um the snow white ride even though there's a lot less time on that ride but the end of did you have you been on it yet yeah okay yeah i love the ending of it now Mm -hmm. and it's another thing where they like give you a nice like calm fun peaceful not even fun i'll say just calm and nice mm-hmm. yeah and it's that's the way out of it and not all rides need to be that way but it's fun it's nice to see that on some of them and this one really feels like you're in like living the like perfect happy ending of all the cartoons yeah i yeah. think because the week i was down there ratatouille had just opened in florida so doing this and ratatouille back to back obviously this one much much more advanced but tonally this is more joyful and goofy and ratatouille's just kind of like oh this is a nice serene is probably the right word a nice french like you feel like in paris and Mm. there's a little bit of antics because you're running you know under all the kitchen appliances and stuff but it's like oh a nice pleasant vibe that lasts uh, lasts a little bit you know Mm -hmm. um so it's all you know, we we have been shitting on Disney recently, mm. but it's just because we want more of it. We want as many of these as possible because God knows they got it. These, these are like great rides recently. I mean, this yeah, this is one of the best things in in any of these parks, and it's from the last three years. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want more. That's all. Yeah, sure. they, they're they're so great. They have such talent there. I think it's a cycle they get into a lot where they get like a big ride out, like a runaway railway or Radiator Springs Racers, 
And then for a few years after that, they just coast on like, hey, there is a new rice dish at the food festival sheds. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Uh, they just coast on that or merchandise and stuff. Or like, I, I understand that they have to pay off this. I know that like they want to try and make a little money before they do the next big ride. But uh, we certainly were conditioned to expect big rides a lot faster uh, growing up in the 90s, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, um, Well, and you get them at Universal more so lately. It just just depends on who's got that big pile of money. Mm. And maybe it won't be Disney again for a while, but I'm glad when they get it. They have the pile. Pay the cast members whatever they're at, like the dollar more they're asking for. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And build some rides. Truly, it would not take much out of the bottom line if they did just those two things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, because, look, these rides that are exciting. We're excited. This has been very positive. Mm-hmm. If I could close out with one thing, I uh, Jordan, you- I have a little video of this is a special, that uh, a clip from a special of people who were pretty excited about the ride. This is an interview with Charita Carter, who's doing The Princess and the Frog, the Splash mm-hmm. Mountain redo. Um, but uh, some Disney Channel folks... Uh, including somebody named Milo. Uh, I think they're all from the movie Zombies, and uh, they came to check out this this ride. <laughs> and I just, <laughs> I just really like for it being this like this very earnest uh, cartoon situation. Like who they paired, <laughs> who they like the vibe of this guy compared to the vibe of of the ride. Do we have do we have that video, Jordan? This is the very first scene in our attraction. This is where Mickey and Minnie are getting together to go on the perfect picnic. Aww. We're very proud of it, and I can tell you, this is just the beginning. Okay. <laughs> I hear there's a piece of Disney history on the ride. There sure what? is, and I'd love to show you. Come Stop. with me. Sharita, Sharita. Yo. So you know. <laughs> That's pretty much. And it's a great place to have a picnic. Okay. Yeah, uh, I'm listening. They should have. Right. They should have had uh, Kyle's character from Smash do this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just skipping Traymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that feels very much, very much of a piece with like Disney Adventures pairing. Like, look, John Malkovich is on the cover, and he's hanging out with Stitch. You know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so your new movie takes us inside the or in the line of fire. Okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. No. Stitch wants to know what is it like being you because didn't get the movie at all. <laughs> um, so, yeah, hey, I'm I'm as excited as, as Cool Milo. That was the name of that clip. The, I named the file Cool Milo. Yeah, and, uh, um, you know, for, for, for anybody from little kids all the way up to the coolest of Milo's, <laughs> Runaway Railway. Is for you. It's a winner. Uh, it's so great and fun to talk about something we're, we're super excited about. You survived Podcast the Ride. And uh, thank you, Jordan Katz at Forever Dog, for producing this episode. It's an episode you can watch on the Forever Dog YouTube channel. Uh, if you, <laughs> you know, listen to it and then immediately go back and watch it. Yeah, it's always. Yeah, both. Y'all catch so many little things that many second time. Little things. Like, oh, that part. I didn't know so it was 46 minutes in that Scott sipped a coconut LaCroix. That's right. I wouldn't have caught that just in the audio one. Carlson's eye starts twitching around 
an hour and 15 and it's really alarming it's, it's a really fun, weird it's a drinking game to figure out who is liquid. whose eyes are twitching when you know yeah. you can watch them age rapidly within the episode uh, uh, and you can find us on the socials at podcast the ride for three bonus episodes every month check out podcast the ride the second gate uh, or get one more bonus episode on our new tier club three you will find all that at patreon.com slash podcast the ride uh it's it's full of great content content that is great for child and for daddy uh that's me forever dog this has been a forever dog production executive produced by mike carlson jason sheridan scott gardner brett boehm joe cilio and alex ramsey for more original podcasts, Dog. please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Dog. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter Dog. and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page Dog. on Facebook. <laughs>